Hi, right, welcome to the Rogue Agents podcast, a podcast where Dizzard myself um, is going to eventually have to play Bishop in Next Force. Um, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I mean, I had to say it before you got me with it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adepticon panel was super cool today. We're going to get to it, uh, but let's go ahead and do our thing. Uh, thank you to the patrons. We love you. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you, Ben, in the Twitch chat for talking to us and keeping us entertained. Um, apparently, um, Ben sent me a, a screenshot yesterday, I think it was, oh. of apparently people were asking in like the professional casual um, Twitch chat of like, I want to play X Force and I don't know where to start. And everybody, like, I guess everybody was like, go talk to Dizzard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. Who's your person? He's 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 the X Force. I'm, I'm I guess I've reclaimed my title of X Force Messiah, even though I don't have the number one spot on launchings for X Force yet. That's all right. Um, people You'll just come there. to me, I guess. This is the master X Force guy. If I may not play them the best, but I feel like I help people play them the best. You know, like I because like, <laughs> there was somebody who's like like they're in the 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 X Force fan server Discord and they were like, yeah, man, I'm doing really good with X Force right now. This this and this, and someone's like, what's the list? What do you do? And he's like. Talk to Dizzard. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, I'm glad. I'm glad somebody else is like having a great old time with them. Um, huh. I'm doing really yeah. good. Uh, we had uh, so thanks, listeners. Thanks, Ben, and other Twitch chat people who are here. Um, thank you to. Uh, I guess what else we got? Um, listeners, patrons, Twitch chat. Uh, thanks, AMG, for just making a great game. And there um, we go. From, Looking like a great Adepticon from what I could see and living vicariously through everything. Um, and there's just so much, so much crazy stuff happened today. Um, I guess let's, let's just talk about the elephant in the room and why I'm, um, you know, I, I was, I totally forgot I did this to you. I wore um, a shirt because it was going to be funny. <laughs> and i was gonna be like welcome to the Rogue Squad agents um, and be like, we're, we're now a, a Star Wars Shatterpoint podcast uh um, shatterpoint stuff looks pretty cool i'm glad that they're jumping right into everything instead of having a longer rollout for yeah like original trilogy stuff mm. and the sooner we can get kylo red in the game the happier i'll be fair um yeah i'm, I'm excited but we'll, we'll we'll save that for another day um but i was gonna be super funny and be like we are now uh, uh <laughs> oh, man. yeah i missed uh, the memo but- yeah, <laughs> you should have. I should have messaged you and had you wear a Star Wars shirt too. I love this shirt. Though. This is probably one of my favorite Star Wars shirts because it's awesome like shirt. the Van Gogh, the Star Trooper, Star Trooper. Um, anyways, um, yeah, a lot of cool stuff was dropped by AMG today. Um, first of all, Bishop and Nightcrawler. Who um, AMG? If you're listening to this, if they are not both X Force affiliated, I might riot. Um, because they are both canonically X Force and for quite a long time too. Um, so yeah, plus also, I think Nightcrawler and X-Force affiliated, uh, would absolutely break cat and mouse. Um, so I'm really curious to see what he's going to do. And if this is true, if my thoughts will be like, cool. Um, you spelled you are wrong, by the way, Ben. Um, <laughs> that's my not wrong. That's my not I wrong. I said, I, said, I said Ben. No, said ben. it's possessive. Oh, fair. Okay. Um, uh, that is your. I see what you're saying. <laughs> um, Take me a second. I do. All right. Um, 
I almost always catch it, but I do it so often. <laughs> just right. like, ah. Uh, Shadow Keen's, I, out of all the models today, I think Shadow Keen has like the sickest model. Oh, I know, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Between those two. Cosmic Ghost Rider makes me happy. That's a fun run. Yeah. It makes me want to paint Punisher Thanos, but it's such a expensive box to get a second copy of. Thanish just to like... Thanisher? Thanisher. Thanisher. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm late, Dad. Oh, man. Oh, um, I guess fun fun things today is I, I was at the Richmond Galaxy Con, and I got to meet Chris, Chris Claremont, and... Yeah. God, I can't remember his last name now all of a sudden. Uh, Joe Root? Ra... Ra- there's an R. Why can't I think of it? The dude that drew Thanos? Yeah, the dude that drew Thanos for Infinity Gauntlet. Um, what was real funny was, like, I'm, like, sitting there, and I was, like, walking around and getting ready to leave, and I, I nobody was sitting there talking to him, so I kind of went over to him and, like, started hey, talking. Hey, and hey, who are you? Well, I was just, I was just talking to him, and he, he had a joke for me. He told me, like, something about some general and private. I don't remember the joke that much. And then, like... <laughs> I started looking at like the stuff he had on his table, and it said, um, "It said, like, uh, like artists that first created like where I drew um, Gambit." And I was like, "Oh my god! Like, how did I not realize this is the guy that pretty much made Gambit look what he looked like?" <laughs> like, yeah, like, wow. Um, god, I can't remember. You know, Joe. It's just an R. I'm like, Joe Rubenstein. That's what it is. Yeah. So like Gambit, he drew like. Thanos for the Infinity Saga, um, and like a bunch of other stuff too. He did Spider Man for a little bit, um, but that Chris Claremont, um, Dan, um, not Dan, but uh, Dindo. I forget his first name. Dindo was there. Um, That's pretty cool. There's a lot of really. Oh, the guy who plays. I can't remember his name now. God damn, I'm, I'm terrible with names. Um, <laughs> one of the Star Trek guys, um, who, oh. um. Like the Picard series, and he was also an older Star Trek guy too. Huh. Doc uh, Blake, I think. No idea. I don't know. It's I'm blanking on it. Uh, and then I also met the guy from Clerks, the guy that plays the main character, uh, Dante. Uh, he was there. I took his hand. <laughs> nice. I, I went up to him. I was like, "Man, I gotta shake your hand." Like I, I loved the movies when I was like a kid. And <laughs> I would. It would be really hard for me not to be like, "Hey, hey, hey, are you supposed to be here today?" <laughs> <laughs> i imagine he probably had a bunch of people doing that so, yeah uh, yeah uh, no claims to originality but uh yeah just what comes so to it was for me. it was cool um but yeah seeing the guy that like drew gambit and thanos was when i walked up to him though like he was literally like with like an ink and a paintbrush like literally like sketching out a thanos um which was nice. kind of cool uh like He's just sitting there bored and drawing. <laughs> um, so that was pretty rad. neat. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I was like, I was like, it's it's super weird. Like, it's it's surreal. Like seeing people like this. Like, you grew up reading the comics and like, this is like meeting like famous people. You know, so it's, it's neat. neat. I mean, like those kind of those situations are always like, it's like, well, I have access to you. Like, so that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I'm glad that you wanted to be here today. That's cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We, uh, my wife and I met. Uh, oh man, what is his name? The dude that played Debo from uh, Friday, the Friday movies. No. Uh-huh. And uh, it was it was super fun. We, we got to meet him, and like he like 
put some kid in a headlock while we were there. And, like, hmm. it was interesting to watch him, like, be, like, aggressive with someone, but, like, also be, like, well within whatever the parameters that his lawyer established. Yeah. <laughs> like, what he's allowed to do. <laughs> oh, the, um, the guy, the guy who played Kingpin in the, the series was there, too. Oh, wow. Like, D'Onofrio? Or? Yep. Yep. Wow! Hot diggity, man. That's a fun, fun little con thing. There was somebody else there, too. I don't remember who he was. When you started um, messaging me about, like, this i was like that's awesome and then yeah, you're like, like go talk to claremont so he wants to do an interview <laughs> i was like, I was like so when's he coming on, on. <laughs> he was so busy the entire time like, oh, I, bad, I, man. like me like saying hi to him was basically like me like walking by his table and be like hey i'm a fan oh, i, I love wolverine and gambit like you like created my childhood <laughs> thank you uh, uh yeah super cool that's so super cool though yeah um so yeah that was that was my day today and then we talked about army because we talked that was all i was there for was to like promote army stuff um there was a podcast during sorry there was a podcast during the pandemic uh that i that i discovered during during like lockdown pandemic time like it hasn't made any new episodes i'm guessing like it just kind of everybody moved on from it but it would method man from like wu-tang fame Mm -hmm. doing interviews with uh other like you know moderately famous people and yep. comic book creators about comic books it's awesome there's only like 10 episodes of it out there it's called like method marvel or the marvel method i think huh. it's marvel method and like it's, it's super fun little podcast where they just like do these like like deep dives on uh, a character or an author and their runs like claremont's got an interview on that it was really just Super you know, interesting you know to what? Hear. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can find Claremont in the email. Way to contact him. And just, <laughs> just, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna see if we can get a Rogue Agents Claremont interview. How cool would that be? It'd be super cool. But I'm gonna try. It just didn't feel like right to go up and talk to him while he's signing stuff. <laughs> no, I. Like, hey, man, you want to come it. onto my miniature gaming podcast? <laughs> We're working on a sponsorship from Victory Brewing. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Oh man. Uh so Anyways, uh, Adepticon and news from Adepticon. Um, Bishop and Nightcrawler look super cool. Wow, yeah. Um, I'm super excited. I really hope that they're X-Force affiliated. Um, and the reason why people give me crap because I say I won't play Bishop, but I, I will, I'll probably absolutely play Bishop if he's X-Force affiliated. But like, if people don't know this, um, Bishop at one point in time tried to kill Gambit because he thought he was going to cause a mutant genocide. And he also tried to kill Hope, which meant him trying to kill Cable, which is no bueno in my book. So when I play Bishop, it's going to be very much like this is the Bishop before he tried to kill the people I liked. Um, So, uh, (laughs) yeah. Uh, And then, but I would be so much happier if it was Phantom X. Like, I would love Phantom X in this game. Um, It'd be cool, but it's not. It's Bishop. You get Bishop. Bishop. I get Bishop. Bishop. Um, If he's even affiliated. He'll be probably X-Men, but... It also having yeah. Bishop also and Kitty coming out like that also like starts to set up Marauders, which is kind of cool. That would be rad. I would. I still think that it would be awesome to have a Kitty Pride that's like uh, the dual, a dual affiliation leader. Yeah, where she's like Guardians and Marauders leader, and then you can just play her without a leadership too. And yeah, X Men or something. The fact she's that cool. they got Lock, it's Lockheed, right? That's the Dragon's name. That's the dragon, yeah. Okay, I, I was like, I, I, I said it, and I was like, this sounds wrong for some reason. Um, <laughs> uh, having like the fact that Lockheed's like on the base, I was like, that's so cool. Like the art for them were just awesome, mm-hmm. and Cosmic Ghost Rider's tight. 
And then I guess the Wakanda box is cool. I just don't really care for Wakanda. I think that if you're a fan of Wakanda, this is huge. Because yep. this is like, you've been forgotten for a really long time. Yeah, because you got then... Baku and Claw <laughs> and... Yeah, Again. I think it just just the new models is huge, and then like they, if they're like the to revamp on Killmonger, Killmonger Black Panther, yeah. like they're saying, like that. Do you think here here's speculation corner? Do you think that they're gonna do the Logan and Sabretooth treatment where they have a new character card as well? That's I feel like that's what was implied. I feel like if you just like like Chick yeah. basically just like says that he's like new I card, didn't get a chance to watch it because I was like at work and everything, so. He says new cards. He said new cards, new rules for that. So that okay. seems, uh, yeah, it seems to imply. Know, I think probably... that they learned a lesson with the first rival panels, where it's like people are like, "I don't want to buy this box if it's not going to be like a different character." Yeah. Um, and then, so I, I like what's <laughs> what's better? Is it better to have people like telling you that you're doing a cash grab by like locking new cards? Yeah. <laughs> but sure. new, new cards, new models behind terrain, or is it better to just like make a terrain set that nobody wants? <laughs> also, I just realized that I didn't like actually play the intro. Um, okay, I was really curious because I couldn't hear it. I was like, I I don't want to, I don't want to get over it. No, I don't want to. Okay, things are better now. Perfectly balanced. There we go. Now, now it's an episode. Now it's, now it's an episode. <laughs> um, what else? I think that was it though, right? It was just uh, the Squirrel Girl and Gwynpool cards. Yep. And... Which the, my picture was too blurry to like actually read. Holy uh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Oh my, what happened? I shaved my head about two hours ago. So what were we talking about? Let's just move right along. Reveals from Adepticon. <laughs> oh, dude, Gwen looks sick. I'm super excited for Gwenpool. Am I, am I putting you on camera here? Sure, man. Go for it. I got my Hulk shirt on. Okay. 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 Boop. Here, this will um, But yeah, they both look fabulous. I think Squirrel Girl is like... She might not be as good as Logan right now because yeah. Exceptional isn't allowed. Um, yeah. But if you if you had did some investigating, like an investigator like me professional investigator um on her flip side she only has five health but if she dies you can basically get rid of the skippy t like the whatever the her little friend token and she doesn't die instead of dying she heals one so she has a built-in um mo whatever it's called the lockjaw card yeah. and it's a passive it's not a reactive so it gets around mystique so she is in my opinion like probably just as good as logan um she doesn't have pierce she doesn't have the beam but she has it all the time. Like she can have her friends around and still be fucking people up. So basically, um, she's like a more aggressive physical voodoo. Yes and no. I don't think you ever like putting the whatever Skippy token on a person. Yeah. You're only ever really doing to like a couple of people, and we all know who, right? Yeah. Those uh those skull counters. So like. Maybe you throw it on Malaketh and then double tap into him. Um, hmm. But I'm honestly of the opinion that you just, like, keep the toe. It's Voodoo gets two extra defense and two extra dodge. She gets two extra defensive rerolls, period, 
two extra offense rerolls and two extra dodge rerolls. It's a different animal, right? Like, comparing her to Voodoo begins and ends with the fact that they both have kooky little friend. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, I didn't really get a good chance to look at her card, so I, I really don't know too much. Her offense with the with the squirrel is ba like she basically has Logan's builder without Pierce. Like five die reroll two range three. Yeah, but it's a on... it's a wild place. Yeah, but like that's fine. If you have two rerolls, you know, you can place if you want to. It's also let me just double check, but I'm pretty sure it's an optional place. I don't think you have to do it. I have it saved on my phone. No, it is um, not optional. It's not optional. Never mind. After Don't this attack is resolved, place this character. Do you have Thank a you, clean Sam. a clean picture of that? Can you post it? Yeah, I can throw it in the Discord right now. I um, yeah. Give me one second. Okay. Uh, while you're looking for that, yeah, we were just talking about how I'm gonna be forced to play a Bishop, who is probably one of the most hated characters, but not really. Um, yeah, I saw you talk about that earlier. Yeah, like I, I got nothing. Against. I'm not gonna say it again, but yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we've all read Messiah War. We know the score. We know what's going on. It's all good, man. Um, and then talk about how cool Cosmic Ghost Rider looks. And I, st I st honestly, I think the Shadow King model, though, is probably the best that they were Dude, I love that they're going the Amal Farouk uh, route because that means we could get, like, um, that means someone at AMG has probably read, like, what's his name? Remendeer's, Rick Remendeer's uh, X-Force. So we could get, like, yeah. the rest of that, like, evil crew, like Dakin, and uh, I guess everybody's already in the game. But like, sick. yeah, Age of Apocalypse blob, like all those fun guys. They end up finding Age of Apocalypse, mm -hmm. a Nightcrawler. Yeah, I know that's like a, a big ask when we we're barely getting Nightcrawler now. But yeah. <laughs> give me another one. <laughs> me, a Nightcrawler pack where it's two different Nightcrawlers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, sorry, I got distracted with other things. Um, what else? Claws oh, sculpt um, looks crazy. Where he's like, Claws? he does. I like do the body. the what's his name, um, the Cosmic Ghost Rider sculpt looks like incredibly similar to the unofficial Cosmic Ghost Rider sculpt, which I think is hysterical. Yeah, yeah, just wrong. just like Robin from drug dealers. Like I'm not yeah, saying no, like they, they have no recourse. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a just, Nacho I, and Better Call Saul. I love robbing thieves because they have no recourse. I, they can't go to the I, they can't go to the cops. I don't know. I still think the coolest model out of all of these. I don't know. Iceman's pretty cool. But that's just like that's what you'd expect for an Iceman model to look like. I like Gwen's. Night Nightcrawler's pretty cool though. That the the pink, oh yeah the cloud yeah for sure yeah, that looks yeah. pretty dope. Um, they're doing really cool effects nowadays. Like uh, Bishop's glow is awesome. I don't know if Night I showed off my bill. I can grab my bill though. My bill looks sick as fuck. Nightcrawler looks sick. Uh, yeah, Claw does look pretty cool. But you it's know what? Like, like I just like like Shadow King just like honestly takes the cake for me. Like, this is like by far like. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. The Amal Farouk with like the Shadow King rising behind him, he looks incredible. There's no yeah, two ways like, around it. Like, I think that might be my new favorite sculpt in the entire game. The positioning on the Ultron grunts is really cool. I like that they, they they're so like symmetric in their yeah. their placement and having mm -hmm. four of them where it's just like 
Maybe they have four health. We have even less balance for us. <laughs> <laughs> they can interact yes. and secure and... <laughs> yes. and, just, and he's a four threat character, yeah. I just want to see these cards now. Oh, man. I know. Okay. I was really surprised we got both Squirrel Girl and Gwenpool today. Um, since Before we, like, glaze over it. Yeah, Gwenpool is cool. It's, like, a fun offensive piece. Um, or sp uh, Spider... What the fuck? Squirrel Girl. Um, Gwenpool is just, like... She's very similar to Bill in that she just has so much of the best shit in the entire game. Yeah. She's so good. And she's probably an Avenger, so now we can run all minus one Avengers. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Because, like, I don't know what else she would be besides yeah. Avengers. Damage reduction. How do you feel yeah. about... So, the the I heard a rumor. By a rumor, I mean, like, they basically said what it is, but we haven't actually seen it. That her... Her tactics card, she's got a tactics card that lets you, like, sideboard in, like, any card from your 10. That's What do you think about that? Wait, what? Uh, having the mulligan card? Yeah, I heard that, too. Where did you hear that from? The channels, you know. People say stuff, and I choose to believe it. Um, yeah, it wouldn't really shock me. Because, like, that's not an effect we have in the game. I'm more Because, like, people were all talking about how Squirrel Girl was going to have, like, including myself. Not that we had any evidence this was the case, but, like... We all thought somehow she was going to be able to, like, do the super giant spender where she just, like, one-shots Thanos, right? Uh, yeah. That's not a thing she can do right now. Right? Like, she just has decent attacks and stuff, but nothing, like, no, like, this character is just KO'd. She has dice fixing, which is cool. But uh, I'm guessing that might be her card. And then, yeah, Gwen has, like, the sideboard card. Like, whatever you need, bro. Hmm. Which I'm all about. That's fair. Okay, uh, and then I guess we could talk about the winners. Like, the final game was Malkabal versus Pat and his... Yeah, Thanos Guardians. And he played uh, Alex Potts, right? That was the finals? It was Pat against Alex? Yeah. It was funny. I was talking to Craig last night about how I'm like, hey, Thanos Guardians might be pretty fun. And I was like, wait a second. No, I'd have to run, like, Thanos, Bill, Star-Lord on, on a Gamma. That sounds really bad. <laughs> and then it just won a Deathicon. <laughs> so now I'm like, wait, maybe I'm just bad and I can't roll dice, and Pat is just, you know, better at rolling dice than me. I also, I just need to try Thanos Guardians. It's probably better than I think it is. That's fair. Um, and that, this brought up, Sam, you wanted to talk about um, something with the state of the game or something like that? Oh, I don't know. So, what do you do on Researcher Gamma? Like You fight. <laughs> like, that was a, I thought that was a weird question. It's such I a... love Researcher Gamma. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, it's, it's like pretty bad. It's like you with an IP skin. Like, no, it really is like... Not. You really do just brawl. Like, there are yeah. certain characters that are just, like, so much wildly better at shit like that. Like, you put Crimson Dynamo on that, and he's suddenly the best model in the game, whereas otherwise he's kind of <laughs> just, like, a dude who shoots beams and doesn't die very easily. But on Researcher Cubes, it's like, oh, I, uh... You know, I, I buddy, I, I left my keys in my other bag, you know? <laughs> I gotta go home. I don't know about all this. Yeah, it's, a uh, That's That's a game. Like that's that's a game just, for sure. You're just doing it, so it was cool to watch. Like you know, two two top quality players meeting at the top of a 128 man event, right? So and then do this that. Is like, yeah, these are people with uh, pretty proven track records as players. They're bringing some you know models and lists that are obviously pushing the envelope of what people consider you know good broken, and it's neat to watch them kind of enact the strategies that they had over the course of, you know, it's a pretty short game of crisis protocol in general, because you're just a couple of three wide well, rosters yeah. of 15, just, you know, so what well, he was playing cat dog, right? Yes. 
You know, as much as I like, no diss to either player, but like Cat Dog is a joke. Like, I don't know. <laughs> did we did we think that was really gonna do well? You're you're begging on Malaketh to do a seven die attack turn one, and then you're just sitting him in front of everyone else. Like, like I love it. It's funny, but like I would never consider that to be. Like, and again, like I'm an armchair warrior at its best here, right? Like this guy just got got the top table at Depticon, and I'm sitting at home like not doing that. Um, <laughs> you're listening but, to me, well, like. <laughs> To be, to be perfectly yeah. honest, like, and like Sam and I were talking about this last night, um, or was it last night? Uh, basically, the fact that like the Malekith list is basically enabling Malekith to yeah. pretty much be how he used to be pre-nerf, um, and then also enabling Skuldas to do stupid shit. So it's like it's really just enhancing broken, not not really broken, but it's just like enhancing aggressiveness. And I think. Um. Doing that into Thanos Guardians really doesn't care because it's like, hey, go ahead and daze me, and I'm gonna punish you for it because yeah, this is yeah. covering my dice. So I think yeah. honestly, like the fact that like Pat had Thanos Guardians really kind of it's the same thing as if you played like a Sam Avengers. It really plays yeah. into Malika's game plan. Yeah, no, it's really it's like a, a counter build for sure. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like if. <laughs> to get researcher gamma, you basically both have to be running researcher and gamma. Yeah. And yeah, which is pretty common. I, I suppose. I'm just curious, like you know, like somebody's wrong, <laughs> right? So if we line up and it's researcher gamma, and like this is what we both thought we both wanted, or like you know, the, this is what I thought that I wanted, this is what you thought that you wanted. One of us is wrong. So like where. Is the 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 like, which of these rosters is the apex predator in this? You know, like who who actually wants this? To be to be the, fair, I I do think that Pat has proven time and time again that Thanos Guardians yeah. is like the top 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 list. He's been rocking it for what? A I year think Pat's now? just like a very good player. Well, he he is. I'm not going to detract from that at all. But it's like I think I've heard somewhere too that. Pat has said that he thinks that this is like the best list, and of course, it, he would think that if he would go to all the mm -hmm. way across to a different different right. country to play in an event. Um, but I, I do think that, like, I think he's right. I do think that maybe Thanos Guardians might truly be like the epitome of like the best list you can play. I don't know. Like, there are so many things that, like, not even in theory, just like are pretty good into that, right? Like, you look at um, X Men, like, and they all have cover against a primarily okay, but, ranged but, team. Okay, again, this comes back to like it's it's Pat, but it's like yes. Pat has shown that like it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, like you look at any matchup, Pat has basically proven time and time again that the they can just do it. Yeah. yeah, they just do it because I mean, like he, he got what like and, and, and again, not to just say like this is Pat's fault, but he got like ten on eleven at the end of the game, something like that. Yep. He did like a a full auto with Death Decree and got ten on eleven. I mean. There's something the biggest goal of that the, game was the recal that went from a daze to no damage. Yeah, my man like, just like was... he's got he's got plot armor, and that's that's great for him. I love to see it. Like, oh, what happens if your mal came in and dazed my Star Lord? Oh, all right. Please, that's, please that's, hold. That's also what if that didn't scene, happen? Yeah. The craziest scene though is I I would also agree though that I think like a mal cabal list is also a top tier list. I agree. I I Malak is just really good still. Yeah, I was uh, I was but, testing out Guardians recently since I started yeah. playing them because it's like the new Bill home, or this is what I want to be playing Bill, and as we talked talked about last week, mm. um, and it really was like I I hit a wall in my testing where I couldn't deal with Malekith Cabal because yeah. they would just always have priority and they would just kill like my key players. Um, that made me realize, oh, 
maybe I need an option to also go tall. And at this point, I added uh, Malekith. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe I can just try Thanos again. Maybe I've been denying myself the Thanos thing. Mm. So uh, we'll see where that goes. But yeah, I think Guardians, like, they've had a cheap core since release, right? Yeah. Like, once they got their update, they really have been, like, you can just do so much with them. Well, okay, so I think it's a combination of things, though. Because, like, they, they have... Their characters, honestly, like are like okay. They're not like amazing characters. Like Starlord's okay. He's oh, not for sure. amazing. Hey, look it's at Rockets. the tier list. Yeah, they're all like okay. mid tiers. Yeah, for but sure. the thing, but the thing is though, is like when you combine all the stuff that they're bringing, it's it's very much like compounding interest. Mm-hmm. Like you got like the rerolls, which is like one of the best mechanics you can have in your list in a game, and Thanos is adding dice on top of rerolls. So it's like what I find crazy when you look at these two lists is the amount of variance baked into the lists. Like, both of these lists are just high roll lists, or wouldn't you say? Oh, for sure, yeah, you're living it. Like, but here's the thing, is Recal does so much better into Mal than it does into anyone in Guardians, right? Because they don't have to deal with that silly, like, skull crit Recal thing happening. Yeah. They can just be like, oh no, I'll just roll well again. Sorry. Doesn't matter. These skulls yeah. that I turned treated as crits, like, even, like, Reality is, in a lot of ways, inferior to uh, being able to count as many scrolls as you want as crits, but in the recalibration matrix and the not having to spend power argument, it is straight up better, right? Yeah. And the winging it. So, and the winging so it, yeah. I guess, I guess Roll into a crit. To, to add mm-hmm. on to this, though, is like, you, you hear sometimes that like competitive people, when they're talking about what they want to do in the list, is remove variants from the game, but you can see these top table lists are very very high variants and not really removing variants well i mean they they are still removing (laughs) variants right it's like they're just throwing big numbers at each other they're throwing big consistent numbers at each other like malekith does have very good dice uh thanos reality does have very good dice winging it obviously fixes a lot of that too okay so So i think they're still considered so good because x literally fixes dice yeah they fix dice one time (laughs) per turn and they fix one of them guardians fix two of them Okay. And it's still, you know, it's once per round. I, just, sure. I had to, I had to say it. Um, no, I know. You also have a five threat leader, which is a big detriment. Like yeah. three threat yeah, leaders are just exactly. better a lot of the time. If Cable was three threat, and as Cable oh could goodness. be, a, if, as Cable is right now, he could just be a four threat, and no one would complain. There are so many four threats that are like just as good as Cable, or like comparable to Cable. It's insane. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, this, that's honestly, AMG make Cable a four threat as is. Don't like this. Yeah, literally, you could just, like, that's the only errata he needs is to change the thing to a four. Change one number on his card, and he'd be fine. That would actually be such a huge deal for X-Force. They'd probably be, like, (laughs) really, really good, and everybody start playing them. Um, Yeah, we can't have that. No, we can't. Um, (laughs) Wait, why? (laughs) Because Dizzard needs to be a snowflake. He needs to be the X-Force guy. Dizzard, what would you do if everyone started playing X-Force? What would you do if, like... Bishop and Nightcrawler drop, and they are like legitimate. I would just start posting Bane memes everywhere. <laughs> posting what? I was born Bane in the so I was born in the X Force. <laughs> uh, what would you do if Bishop's an X Force leader? He's better than honestly, honestly, if Bishop is an, an A Force, the A Force, uh, X Force leader, I will probably write an email to Shik and say, "What? The Come hell? on, man!" Because, because, like, think about it. Like, how the hell would you make Bishop a leader when he's never canonically been a leader? When Psylocke led the look, team for I'm not saying years? it's a good idea. I'm just saying it'd be very funny. No, it'd be <laughs> funny for people to laugh at my like disgruntledness. <laughs> exactly, but, uh, but but it's just, it's ridiculous because like if Bishop was a leader, like I don't think he's ever been a leader for X Force. No. Psylocke was literally a leader for ten plus years in the comics. Yes, 
Like, yeah. I actually just was talking about this in the X-Wars fan server about, like, how ridiculous it would be if... <laughs> and I was also kind of thinking, like, maybe this, like, X-Wars is, like, one of those teams where... Because I think it was, like, last year or something, um, AMG had mentioned that there are some teams that just don't aren't going to get a second leader. There's just going to be one leader. Oh, they said that? Yeah, they said, like, a year ago. Why would they say that's so mean? They said that some because getting... they, they just said some teams like aren't designed to like to have a second be, leader, and, and people were like, "Well, X Force and Wakanda, like you know, if there's any team where that should yeah. be the truth, it's probably Avengers because <laughs> you can't give that many characters a new toy." Rip Winter Guard. Yeah, well, that's Winter another Guard, thing too. Yeah, like, like, like Winter yeah. Guard's another good example that like how are you going to put another leader for Winter Guard? Like another Red Guardian? Or yeah, how do you, how do you fix that affiliation? Right? Yeah. Uh, Chernabog. Uh, Chernabog. Yeah, the character's been in season <laughs> one. Dude, everyone talks about Chernabog and like the the evil vision. Like they weren't literally yeah. in one panel in the 2018 Avengers. Like they Super weren't great. like not real characters, right? Yeah, like, they just got like the splash. They got the splash page treatment where it's like literally, yeah, Chernabog. Yeah, it's it's not. No, no, no. Evil vision. What do you mean? No, this is a. Uh, this is like war machine. I mean, this is e. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is our android. <laughs> yeah, this is the robot Russian All right. guy. All right, so let's let's get back on to like the um, Adepticon game. I, I feel right. like I haven't watched it yet. Disclaimer: I haven't watched it yet either. Um, but watch I do feel I feel like watch it real time. Do a live commentary. The fact that it was like Malekith versus Thanos is like just speaking. To like one the power level that Malakus still is on, and oh those, yeah, he's still insanely good. Yeah, those that were saying that like yeah. him being fixed by the small nerf that he had fixes him. Um, I I still think Malakus is something you absolutely need to plan for, um, and obviously uh, well, that's why that's why cat dog nowhere. yeah that's why cat dog is good because if people aren't ready for it, he does just dumpster you. Yeah, just gear checking people. Yeah, exactly. And if everyone's like, oh, Malakus gone, and you don't have to worry about these you know early game super aggressive Malakus anymore. And then it's like, hey, what if I brought an early game super aggressive Malekith? What would you do? Yeah, the <laughs> only like the only character who's more than like uh, five threat who I think you don't have to like, I don't know, you don't really need to plan for Buster, but like you need to plan for Hulk, you need to plan for not really Magneto either, but you need to plan for Malekith, you need to plan for Immortal, you need to plan for um, Thanos. Yeah, you don't need to plan for Dormammu, but yeah, like any of the the big like the truly big boys, you do need to plan for. You gotta know what you're doing. You gotta know, you know, like, like, what did you bring in roster construction to answer this, and what are you gonna bring in a given game for it? And I mean, these are just, I. So I guess the point I was trying to get to kind of roundaboutly before was like, these are models that like everybody is like, oh, these models are busted stuff, but mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like, well, these are also really good players. This was a really fun, you know dice game to watch these guys just like roll buckets of dice at each other and see what happens dude and, big numbers uh, are cool for sure yeah and it's like <laughs> i don't know i don't look at it and go like oh, oh the game's super unbalanced like i don't know about this but i'm i'm also a thanos fanboy so yeah and it's like at the same time you know if you want to watch a, a game where it's two different teams of like 10 little guys battling it out yeah. There, there are games for that. Like you can go play one of the various kinds of Warhammer or whatever. But this is a, yeah. a Marvel game where we have the ability to play three wide, and that's cool. That you should know, be able to be a thing. The thing about this game is this whole event. As as a spectator watching from the outside, the things that stand out to me are way less Thanos and Malekith top table, and way more. Where did the Crims disappear? 
Mm-hmm. X-Men knock each other out and not, not X-Men both get knocked out in the top four. We could have had an X-Men versus mm-hmm. X-Men final. Those games look pretty close too, as far as this, at least one of those scores was concerned. So like, that's, that's how close all of this was. So I, I don't look at this and go like, oh, Thanos, Thanos, like, oh no, these models are this is the end of the world. Like I look at this and it's like, ah, oh, good players playing good models, I beat mean, out, you know, a bunch of other good players, but I mean, we could have had a completely different top eight depending on how that fourth round goes and we could have had a completely different final game i i liked the spread for top eight like the top eight felt like pretty good this felt more weighted than like the lvo top eight and the the york top eight like when you just look at those results like this was like what three guardians two malekith cabals one with guardians fans are all non-americans apparently two x-men <laughs> and a foes like this this felt like a lot more concentrated Dude, i think like the end of day two there were like three different foes players who were all like doing super well they were all undefeated it was insane yeah foes is like they do have a lot of good tech i won't lie like foes are pretty cool those are fun just, traps is a cool card especially at like high level because people just don't right. trigger it and you're basically playing a point down the whole game which is cool you're forcing like an attrition scenario with an attrition team. Yay. No one else can do that. Anyway. Alright, so my those are cool, right? Those are our read that's our read on Adepticon? <laughs> well I just so I wanted to like pull this up and it's like we had Oh not all the affiliations are posted there. But I just wanted to look at like the spread of actual what was in the top cut. You had like Hydra Cabal, Foes, Guardians, Guardians, X-Men, X-Men, Cabal, and then one I don't know. Uh, but it's just really cool to see that like it's like Avengers wasn't in the top cut. Like to well, me that's kind of hey. like So no, Avengers no, were pretty but, light but, in the event. Avengers no, Dark no, Horse. But Avengers need more no, no, they need like, more characters, dude. I like I I don't know, like for the past since the game came out. They've been like, very popular for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's nice to see a top eight that wasn't just like filled with Avengers. Yeah, and like Hydra Shield being top t- uh, top table at um, LVO is also really cool, right? Like we we were finally at the point we're like what three years into this game's life schedule, four years, I don't know. Um, I was hoping one of you correct me so I could actually know that information. Three, but three, cool, thank you. Um, we we we're, have we're, we're on the third year. We have so many viable no, teams. You year, can play we? basically. You can play almost any team. We're, um, and we're do like very well. Three, three point five years. We're we're working towards the fourth. Yeah, yeah. And there's no, no way we're getting Fantastic Four for year four because we just got all these cool announcements. So sorry. Yeah, like I, I feel like if they were doing Fantastic Four, <laughs> it's just fourth. not. It's not happening. But here's not, okay. Never okay. Be no, 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 no. One okay, cares so about Fantastic Four. Hat, It'll be the fourth, the fourth year no, reveal. No, no. It'll be ten, next Adepticon reveal. Ten, ten foil hat. Like we get what Modok and Hulk next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the one after that is probably Gwynpool and Squirrel Girl. Oh, for sure it is. Yeah. Okay, and then what's after that? Uh, one of the thing, the eighty different things they just revealed. They only showed like six boxes worth. Oh, yeah. only six? Jeez. And two so per Wakanda month. Stuff that's is three probably, months. Yeah. So the that's a, that's a, that is that's a, really, it's, it's got to be a rivals panel, right? That so like, box. but like, mm-hmm. but here's the thing though, is like. They only showed like a quarter's worth of product, so that means we're still missing a quarter. Especially if they said yeah. that Bishop and Nightcrawler is not going to be till twenty twenty four, so that they means said, that, that 
So that box is pushed. So there is still space for Fantastic Four to be the fourth year anniversary. That's entirely possible. It but, absolutely you know, is. Cause it's funny to say that it's not. It's, it is funny to say it's not. Because I'm, I'm keeping my tinfoil hat that Fantastic Four will be the fourth year. Because I totally see AMG as being like, this is funny. Um, it is funny. <laughs> it would be a funny thing to do. Yeah, so it's it's very much like I, I could totally see it still happening. Um, let's move I would on. Love to... to see, I would love to see Reed Richards have like a, be a, a super have a flexible threat value and benefit you for, for playing because he's flexible for, for imagine, playing okay. for playing four wide basically to play the Fantastic okay. Four. Well, so like he just so, flexes in at whatever points you need. So that's the, that's like part of the leadership, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you were playing just the Fantastic Four, like here's, but how could you balance that? Because like his card, well, you could have like every every threat you're playing down, like you roll a bonus die or something. Or you have like some different gadgets with him, depending on like what threat you're or playing. Or you have you a go. small base, medium base, and a large base. Reed Richards, <laughs> <laughs> and a card that goes with each one being three threat, four threat, five threat. Or you there just like you just have some like quote unquote gear for him. That's basically the Infinity Stones, because Richards just as a stretchy guy. Is a lot less scary than Richie Richards as like a I can end the world with my brain guy. That's fair. Um, all right, let's let's go ahead and get off of this and let's move into the main topic of what we want to talk about tonight. Sam, was it iteration and roster building? When you're no, building, when you're building a roster, and you kind of know what you want to play, but you're not sure about all of it, and so you start swapping things in and out, kind of just talking about what your personal process is with that. What are your triggers for swapping something in? Swapping something out? What are you trying to, to go There's for? There's so many options today. It has really become like, am I, am I playing this? Right? Like, when, right. Am I, when am I bringing this in? Is there a time when I'm reaching for this over like my core stuff? Mm-hmm. Or just play Winter Guard. Apparently. <laughs> ben says, if you don't know what to play, just play Winter Guard. That seems that's a take. That is a take. <laughs> that is a take. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, okay. Dizzard, you've been accused of putting every new model into X Force. Yeah. So is is that is that what you I do? Don't, I don't Is that your iterative process? Are you like, okay, um, there's a new model out, I'm gonna iterate this model in I have actually see gone what happens here. Like after like that was called out on that, I had to like think back on it. I'm pretty sure I've actually gone on the record on Omnis's podcast and he asked me like when you when a new model comes out what do you do and i said yeah. like, do you try the affiliation first i said no i i actually I put it in x force <laughs> and like and if it doesn't jam then it doesn't jam or i look at the character card and i'm like this is there's no way this works or is better than what i'm currently doing that i don't even bother um which happens a lot of times more often than not where i'm like uh this character doesn't really fit what i want to do then not for me bro yeah yeah um which I'm, I'm really glad I came back to this mindset of, like, X-Force all the way. Um, it, it helps. Yeah, man, character loyalist is, like, the best way to play for me. Yeah, like, find your affiliation that you love and stick with it. Um, but I, I do. I actually do. Like, I... The Squirrel Girl and Gwynpool, I'll be looking at their cards and being like, does this actually fit what I want to do? Is it going to make anything better than what I'm doing already? If not, I'm not going to really care about it. I'll learn about the characters and I'll play them somewhere just to see like their play patterns. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to like put it in my main list. And then like, let's say Bishop rules come out and I'm like, okay, he's a, let's say he's a four threat and he he might just like 
edge out Emma and Hellfire Club option for me, and I go mono. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of people edge out Emma, I've heard. Um, also I just want to say Gwenpool is uh, she's one less health on both sides than Ulic people are going to be really surprised at how tough that girl is that's fair Um, I I, I haven't looked too hard at the cards yet uh, to see what they're actually doing Um, she's got damage immunity she's so good I I love that she's got plot armor I just read her series so I'm on like the highest I've ever been on Gwenpool if she had a way to get more power um, she might actually replace Bill Uh, you're insane that's That's not true size 4 throw I'm just gonna play them both that's that's, that's (laughs) one I don't have room for that Um, Um, I think she gets power pretty well in Guardians where I can feed her rerolls before she can pay for her own that's fair um, she also has a gainer, you know? And then if she's an Avenger, also, she can do that web swing turn one and it, gain like, power. Where I look at it is, like, another self-sufficient character. Um, That's fair. And I really like putting self-sufficient characters on my list. Because Psylocke, Logan, um, I'm not reliant on, like, synergies, really. Well, that's interesting. I never really thought about X-Force, but, I mean, they are, like, the special forces. You yeah, know, so, the Black Ops so was, team. And like, so they, like, X-23 yeah. is super self-reliant. Logan... Mm-hmm. Oh, I, Logan's not affiliated, but... But he's like, too good to pass up, yeah. Yeah, so it's like Logan's yeah. super self-reliant. Psylocke is super self-reliant. Cable is super self-reliant in the fact that he just, like, either does stuff or does He's going to do his thing, yeah. Yeah, like... That's like, like that's, I guess the the best thing about Cable is he... He's either going to, like, blow your mind and how good his turn was... Or you're not going to be disappointed. Nobody's going to blow your mind because <laughs> of how disappointed you are with what happened. Yeah. Um, but Poor it's cable. like, but it's it's very much you know what to expect from a cable turn. He's going to shoot twice and probably throw something, um, and maybe body slide and pick up something. That's a mm-hmm. typical like, which is actually really when you think about it, it's actually a really good turn. If I'm going to shoot twice and throw something and score VPs, that sounds yeah, no, that sounds glorious. amazing. Yeah, but Hawkeye's really good is, too. But the issue, <laughs> the issue with it is he's probably whiffed both of his attacks, and then yes. the person maybe he's dodged, incinerated someone and done a damage, and then yeah. the person dodged all the damage, and then you've done a total of two damage across the turn. Yeah, or they brace for something. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, you're still scoring a VP until someone comes over and kills you because you spent all your power on God, throwing and don't have any shields. Sounds like last yeah. night's game. Um, yeah, no, dude, cables. He's in a rough spot. I love so cable. Like, like literally, Cable's literally happened in our game last night. Cable shot twice, yeah. but completely whiffed, threw something, completely dodged it, and mm-hmm. then one shot him and moved on to his point. Like I was just like cool, <laughs> cool. That's um, life. <laughs> but but that's, that's when you really look Beams. at like what I do with X Force is it like creates very self reliant little, I guess flanks of like little squads, self reliant squads. I guess is the way the best way to put it. Sure. Like Logan runs one flank by himself, and then I have like twenty three and um, Psylocke running on the other side or Domino. But yes, yeah, honestly, when you really look at it, like every. Everything's very self-reliant. They're not really banking okay. on somebody so else being there. You're bringing models in, and you're kind of giving them a, 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 a test about yeah. whether or not they can be another self-reliant Oh, yeah, piece. back back to the subject. <laughs> uh, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, so no, if you're bringing I, it in, and, and you're checking it, right? And you're like, okay, this model's or, self-reliant, or it or isn't, or it fills its role. Tactics. Right. Or, or we talked about, like, last night. Somebody brought up, hey, I'm really liking Deadpool again. I'm like, cool, I'll put him in the list. 
Hey, Jonathan's been doing really good work for me again. Like, cool. I'll swap out Brace and R&D. And... Don't, don't, why do you take Brace out of your list ever? I don't understand. Don't worry about it. Don't interrupt me. Uh... Okay, I won't. Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's fine. It's completely reasonable. Um, but no, like, like, I get to a point where it's like, when you really think about Brace, like, Brace saves you from one throw the entire game. Yes. Um, it saves it you does. from yes, one yes, point yes, of The size damage. four throw, yeah. Yes. And, but and, it and also, it, yeah. but when you look at R&D... If you can actually value R and D to be six VPs over the course of a game, that is almost more value than brace. Okay, so R and D turning on something like uh, a Malekith Ferocity turn one after being lockjawed teleported up, right? Like that's yep. it is undeniably strong, but yeah. it is so dicey because yeah. like in most it's just seven cases, dice, right? Yeah, it's just seven dice. But but in X Force, ah, that's. That's if I'm taking Jonathan, I'm taking Jonathan with R and D. Most matchups, that Jonathan token is going to be scoring me four to six VPs. Not last night. Not last night. <laughs> um, Doesn't Cable most... want to sit on a back point too? No, Cable wants to be midline. Oh, okay. Like, see, I don't Cable, know. Cable is not a. Like, I don't. I guess I don't know why. Like, people see range five yeah. and just think he wants to be utilizing his throw. If you aren't utilizing Cable's throw every single round, you are not getting an efficient Cable. Good to know. Yeah, like if you're playing Cable and you're not playing him midline to where he's able to throw every single round, you're a losing value on that character, and that's why he sucks. Um, like, so it's it's, it's I mean, my fault. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. No, it really is. Um, to, be, to be blunt, <laughs> um, like I, I truly think that if you are not throwing every single round with Cable, like you are missing out on value. So mm. that's the kind of like exp you, you don't get that from just putting Cable on the table once or twice and being yeah. like, ah, this yeah, character sucks. Twelve thousand you know, reps with the character like this. <laughs> yeah, you the, have to understand issue, that. But the issue is, is like you see, oh, this dude's got a range five. He isn't the tankiest character, but like you think about what yeah. his, what his kid is doing. He has a medium throw, which is roughly the same size as a range three. He has yeah. a range three shield, so yeah. it's like he wants to be center line to where he can like defend his people and be able to throw something every single round. The range five on the gun is just to give him something to do round one. Yeah, it's also so they can't run away, right? Yeah, except for Black Hat, which is stupid. Um, well, that's why you take Mark for death. And I mean, Cat and Mouse. The range five is really good with Cat and Mouse play. Yeah, so it's like I think I think the range five on Cable is really just to like get him into the game and start his power build early if it pops off. Mm -hmm. But I think his like true positioning in the game is supposed to be like midline, mm. like like in that 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 second second quarter not in like not, i think you really divide the map into quarters so the first quarter is like up to your home point on a d um okay. cable wants to be in that second quarter area so between between the halfway point and the front half of a d interesting i think that's where cable's like happy spot is and if you don't if you, didn't, if you remember sam last night that's pretty much where he was the entire game he was yeah until he wasn't yeah, until he wasn't because he... <laughs> also, if anybody ever has issues playing into Logan, just take Thanos and literally make him do nothing the entire game. But oh, yeah. so Logan doesn't get to play the game. Like, like he gets well, I mean, the that's like, go that way. And that then... is why Thanos is both toxic and like that's why he's always going to be good. Is because yeah. he can just say one character does not get to play. Yeah. If that's something that yeah. you, if that's like what you need Thanos to do, he can do it. Yeah. But um, anyways, back to the subject at hand here. Um, <laughs> like people will bring up ideas to me, and they're like, "Hey, what do you think about this and X Force?" I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot again, because um, I've tried R and D and Jonathan in the past, and I really loved it, and I missed playing it because I thought it was really good. But then they restricted R and D, and that yeah. made it really like, eh. Um, 
It, and it just I don't know. Two like cards for it, a Jonathan effect seems like it, a lot. It is, yeah. especially when you're like going into round one with only one card left for the yeah. entire game, and that's exceptional. Um, it's kind of weird. Uh, so it, my my way of thinking is like, where did the value go? Where like, how much value did I actually get? And then nine times out of ten, I just end up going back to the list was before I made the changes, which is exactly what happened last night. Okay, so that's you know that's that's an iteration. You you worked through everything. You said you know I'm not using this. I'm not doing that. And then yeah, the, I guess the back. good thing is is I have the um, reps and I guess experience to that I've already done this with pretty much every single character because I tried literally everything under the sun for X-Force. Uh, well, yeah, and, and as they come out, you're throwing them in there. You're yeah, like, so, so it's like if anybody like, has current. an idea of, hey, how do you think of this in X-Force, just ask mm-hmm. me because I've probably done it. Um, granted, things change, but then I also, once the characters updated and changed, I ran that through the gauntlet and been like, does this actually work? No, okay, next, move on. Um, I play a lot of X-Force games, if anybody did not know. You don't say. <laughs> okay. um, but honestly, I do think my current... Thanos and X-Force. Thanos and X-Force was actually the clapback list, and it was actually really, really good. Um, because of course it you wasn't were, Thanos in it. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> Thanos and X-Force is, it's okay if you're playing leaderless most of the time. Um, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Fitting in an 8-threat character with a 5-threat leader is, is even. A, is I'd a even try Thanos as a 7, like single-gem Thanos. Still um, a ask. It, it still He's still pretty rough. good, yeah. It's it, it was okay though, but the issue is is you don't have enough oomph to like hmm. like because if you're going three to four wide and you're you're gonna you don't have enough for scenario and then you also don't have enough killing power even with Thanos there or control even with Thanos there it's just it's not enough versus Oof. something yeah. like Corvus um, who's a murder machine. Thanos and Proxima, you can run that three wide because you have mobile, you have extract, you have kill, you have control, and it's all. Yeah, I wonder if all anyone's trying to play uh, that Red Skull guy with Thanos. That's probably, that's probably pretty good. <laughs> he is. It is. Um, it is. Yeah, it's actually really good. Um, but I guess what I'm getting at here is it's like, like I, I do think at one point in time Thanos and X Force was actually really, really good. But I was also playing the clapback list where it was like I was getting two to three attacks over the course of it. Actually. No, it was one for seeing red, two oh, for yeah. two for um, Ronin, and then probably one from Sabretooth every single round, if not every other round. So that's like five or six attacks on my opponent's turn, which yeah. I can Death Decree and X-Force reroll. So the value was just absolutely there. Probably. But without seeing red, like some of that value is gone. Um, and it's just it's harder to run. And as well... The it's such a meta dependent list. Like if I run into opponents that are like if I play into webs, that list just dies because I can't keep up on scores and they're not killing me to where I'm clapping back. Um, so like the issue that I had with the clapback list with Thanos is it really put me into a corner of only one play style versus sure. now with Hellfire Club, I feel like I have my X Force matchups right where I want them, and every bad matchup. Like, let's say I go into webs. Instead of having Mark for Death, I just go Hellfire Club and match them for character to character. Mm-hmm. And my characters are arguably just as mobile as webs. Uh, Logan, Psylocke, 23, Skull with a Grunt, and Emma. Like, that's, like, insane. Uh, you have Red Skull on your list now? Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I really like the... Like, pretty much if I go Hellfire Club, it's going to be, like... 
Emma Skull, Logan Slash, Psylocke, or both. Um, mm-hmm. And that's like where it starts. And it's I've been having a lot of fun with nothing but two threats in Emma Frost. I think it's cool, but it's just not me. I, I don't like playing that wide. No, it doesn't feel good. It feels gross. It's just like... Mm. If your if your opponent's not playing a kill team, like if they're playing webs or like CS, they have a really hard time into, because they just, like yeah. they just get out activated hardcore. Which is what they're yeah. typically used to doing. Is they're used mm-hmm. to out activating yep. you or out like scoring you because of that. But yeah. that's anyways to wrap this back around is like I literally try every single thing in like my baby essentially. Like I literally do everything I can to make X Force tick. I've tried every unaffiliated tactic card. I've tried every character card. At least mm-hmm. once or twice, give it a couple games. If it doesn't work, it comes out. If I throw something new in there, I'm going to typically give it three to five games. If it doesn't get played, it just comes out and goes back to what it used to be because I knew that worked. Um, mm-hmm. And that's typically like my play style is I will give it a run for its money, which is, again, it's like three to five games. If it doesn't come out for that time frame, then obviously it's not needed, and I try to find something else that is needed. All right. Hyper Viper, you build around a character. So far as I can tell, uh, yeah, most reasonably, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm what's but, the like, approach there? Yeah, part of why I play this game is because I have favorite characters, right? So, like, um, I would say the least I've ever done this is like my my Hulk Avengers list because you don't always need to play Hulk; he just happens to be one of the best Avengers. Um, but recently, yeah, it's been Bill. So um, for me, it is like, okay, where's this guy affiliated? Oh, he's affiliated in Guardians and Asgard. Okay, I haven't played Thor in a while. Let's get Thor a shot. Also because like I know Guardians are like very popular and I am also a snowflake. Um and then I did that and now I'm like, okay, let's try the you know, the Guardians thing out. And I was like, Oh man, like Odin's once per game is cool, but Bill with rerolls, especially like Bill with defensive rerolls, is just like how do you kill this man? He's so good. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, you literally don't. Um I actually like I've been having a great time like figuring out like I don't want to say, like, the skill level, but, like, how used people are playing against Bill. Because, yes, he only has 11 health, but he will make you work for that health harder than anyone else in the entire game. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so good at making it, like, just not attractive at all to attack him. So, uh, yeah, I've been enjoying that. So what do you want to bring with someone that's that much of, uh, like, either a damaged sponge or just ignored? And I feel um, like Hulk's a similar character. Yeah, you want to bring damage. So, like, they have a hard time ignoring you. But they also, mm-hmm. if they ignore you and like go for your other piece, like, but yeah, Bill doesn't do a ton of damage, but Bill can still hit really hard, right? Right. He has great tech and like more than half the like entire roster of characters with his like flyer killer or his big boy killer, uh, and rerolls aid that immensely. And he has a size four throw. Size four buildings hurt a lot. Um, so, but what I add mm-hmm. is just like, since he's such a good like in your face guy, um, having backup is really good. So like. In uh, Asgard, it was Pyro and Winter Soldier were backing up Bill a lot. Like, he would be up front, and they'd be in the back plugging away at you and statusing you up and setting you on fire and blah, blah, blah. Like, setting setting up Bill for success. Um, in whatever I'm playing now, Guardians, it is like, well, I have Bill in your face, which you kind of can't deal with, and then if you get anywhere near him, I'm going to shoot you to death with my 14 different guys with guns. Um, so that's been working out for me. Like, So I, I have my, my front line. I need support. Like, uh, uh, I don't know if support's like the right word, but like, or air support's the right word, but like, just like dudes in the back with range. Um, and then healing would be nice, but you know, sometimes you can't really fit a Wong in, which is super sad. Um, yeah. 
And it's also fun to have someone who can dive with him, right? Because if you dive with just one person, like if you've ever played a MOBA, you know, just having just your warrior dive or just your tank dive, that guy's probably just going to die. But if you have them dive with someone who's really good offensively or also really tough and has, like, crowd control, it can be really good. So, like, sometimes I'll have Groot dive in with him and have just another big target. If you don't kill Groot, he's going to stagger somebody because he's got that five power. He's going to root a whole bunch of people or just right. be genuinely annoying. And you have to one-round Groot, otherwise he's going to be fine. Um, so that can be really fun. Another fun one is Nebula. Nebula and um, and Bill are probably my favorite Guardians to play because Nebula just embraces that, like, I'm going to kill you, and I focus on nothing else play style yeah. in Marvel. Like, <laughs> it, it's, it's almost the opposite of Shadowlands Daredevil. Like, Shadowlands forces you to play good Marvel. Nebula's like, if you don't want to play good Marvel, that's kind of cool, bro. Let's just go I'm fuck some people you. up. Yeah, 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 I got you. <laughs> Let's just go kill everything. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so I saying? guess I guess how does how does iteration play into your your build though? And like your like, do you swap stuff out, or is it pretty much you've been pretty much locked in the entire time? And haven't well, there are certain time. things that are locked in, right? But then I see like what I can do better. Like like I was saying earlier, um, I was having trouble into like really tall matchups with guardians because they would just kill the characters that were threatening them, and then the rest of my team was like, well, I I can't kill you. Um, so I swapped in Malekith. I'm thinking about swapping in Thanos now, but I also just got a physical Malekith and I want to paint him so we will see how that goes but yeah having the tall option was really important and that was something I learned as playing it like oh it'd be cool if I could go tall with this list and I only had like my highest threat character was Bill at that point in time I was going wide every game and there like yeah. wide is really good um, but there are times when you want to be able to go tall and like have priority and keep priority especially playing a follow me team I've also um, I've I have newfound respect for Agent Venom um, because his card is actually pretty solid, and uh, Guardians do have trouble with, like, X-Men with the auto-cover, and he does ignore that. I've right. also been thinking, like, even though I, I love Nebula and I love Rocket, I've been looking at uh, Bullseye recently, being like, damn, this guy is fucking insane. How do I fit Bullseye in my list? <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's definitely iterations. It's, like, what I feel like would... like the, What I was talking about earlier, how I swap out characters, like, am, am I ever actually playing this character? If no, maybe there's a better option. Um... No one in my list really screams that to me right now, but that might change. Like, let me pull up my Guardians list, actually, so I can talk through this. More I think Tactics cards is where I think that... That one's really that, hard, that, yeah. That's one of the hardest spots to, to do iteration, because it's really easy to get locked into, you know, I bring this character, I bring this character card. I bring these two restricted list cards. I bring, uh, you know, one of three, like, really good unaffiliated cards, and then, like, one or two more. And it's almost always the same hand, or it's, like, at least three or four are the same in almost every game. And then you've got, like, one or two spots. So it can be really hard to work in those like silver bullet tactics mm -hmm. cards. And so just like knowing when to, to cut one of those is, is really hard for me. And I tend to look at it and it's like, okay, like I, if I haven't looked at it in five games, if I haven't even looked in its direction, it's like, do I need this? Have I been playing like, you know, the same people, the same person, the same types of rosters, the same setups. If I won priority every time and I keep playing on my secure, so it just hasn't come up or like, like in what cases do I want to bring this? And have I, gotten into one of those cases and then decided to leave it at home for one reason or another. Mm -hmm. But man, I don't know. I don't know how long to keep a tactics card in my roster. Yeah, I'm looking at my, my tactics right now. It, and this has been like probably the hardest part of my roster to build. I have one, two, three, four, five different character cards. I have my two restricted cards. I have my one 
affiliation card. And then I have Eyes on the Prize, which is basically a build card, and Fallback, which is... Well, yeah. My question, I think, I think something that really needs to be brought up in this, though, is, like, restricted cards themselves. So I think more and more as this game is progressing, I think this is kind of a design thing that they might be headed towards, is really making you question, do I really need restricted cards? Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, they're good, but yeah. it's like... Well, I mean, Pat just won without them. Yeah, like you like, but he's taking Thanos. He has restricted slots. Yeah, but um, he shouldn't. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> but uh, but that's that's like I think this is something that is probably a tunnel vision for players. Is I need two restricted cards in my building, mm -hmm. um, and I think that there was a while where I didn't play with any restricted cards just to like see how it felt. And I I there's still a lot of games where I'm only playing with one restricted card, if any. And yeah, I too have played Black Order, so I, I yeah. know exactly what it's like to not bring restricted cards with you. And they are noticeably more powerful in a yeah. lot of cases, but it's like the the benefit that you get from them isn't always more but, beneficial than it could be with something else. But let's talk about like our game last night. Um, I didn't yeah. take any restricted cards. I didn't feel like I needed Brace. I didn't need Sacrifice, really. I probably could have used it, but... Mm -hmm. um, I took Patch-Up. But yeah, I, it depends on the team you're fighting for sure, right? Yeah. Like Brace is not essential if they don't have throws, obviously. But but it's also like I would have like much we talked about this too, like I would have much rather had like Crimson Dawn. Like I was asking for Crimson Dawn mm -hmm. more so than I was a restricted card, which I think is mm -hmm. a good design for the game and it's a good space for the game to be. Um, but it I, also, mean, I thought it was hilarious because like I didn't realize you didn't bring Crimson Dawn until like turn three, and then I was like, yeah. "Whoa, hold up a second! Like I'm so much less afraid of Psylocke now." Yeah, uh, like I honestly like I playing that game last night made me like really come to a conclusion that I was right in the first place, and Crimson Dawn is like stable to her. Wait, so is that's the one where she like gets healing factor and she's a bump after every attack? Right, sell me yeah. on that card. Why is it yeah. so crazy? Because it, it, it incentivizes your opponent not to attack her, which means she's going to do whatever she wants anyways. Hmm. And if they do attack her, they're just going to get punished for it and feel like they're not doing anything because now she has exceptional healing and healing back and a bump. But that's like once she's flipped, right? Yes, so they yes. don't, even, they don't so even want her to flip. The, yeah, so you don't, they don't even want her to flip. But the issue is, is Psylocke is very much like Malekith or... Yeah, she gets in your face. Like she, She's going to do whatever she wants to do regardless of what you do to her. Because mm. she only needs two power right. to do anything that she wants to she's do. Because she's going to hit you for a seven die builder, and now she's generated power. Like the only thing that's going to hurt her is if you stun her and then leave her alone. It's so, like Mystique Spender into her, or Psylocke Spender into her, and then you or just like, exist with alone. Spider Woman. Yeah, yeah, or <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> but that's the thing though is like if you have one of those tools to where you can just stun her and leave her alone, sure. But most lists don't like and most opponents really don't think like that they think like either kill. i yeah. have to kill psylocke because she's gonna be annoying or i need to just leave her alone but the, the, that's the thing that she's just like she does what she wants to do regardless so having crimson dawn like even if i don't get to play if i don't get to play crimson dawn because my opponent didn't attack her i am 100 percent okay with that mm -hmm. card taking that slot mm -hmm. because that means my opponent didn't really want to like risk making Salak better um the only my only uh, thing with crimson dawn is the fact if you for some reason miss your window to play it that is where it's terrible um oh you just can't play it yeah because if you don't play it when she flips mm -hmm. you don't have another window to play it yeah that's like blood despair but yeah 
when you bring blood to spare, you're bringing it usually for like one character in your roster. Like this is the this this person is going to be in danger enough. You're going to play blood to spare when they yeah. daze. And if you forget that, you're just like, ah, this is bad now. Yeah, but it's like I have wasted any tactics card slots. But yeah. a lot of the times though, like I've never been in a spot where Psylocke was dazed where she didn't have three power on it. And again, like I think mm-hmm. stun. Like this is why stun is like Psylocke's biggest weakness is because stun can really ruin. Oh, that you plan. could stop her from playing it. Yeah. Or yeah. like uh, voodoo Get her. into power, yeah. Um, so it's it's very much like if you have a way to stop her from having three power when she dazes, that's when you kill her and shut off the card. But like the good thing about the card is, like she essentially gets, like she becomes ex- insanely mobile. Like you activate range one place, you do an action range one place, you do another action range one place. So now you have wow. the ability if she has two power. Wait, on is it her, when she attacks as well? Any action. Any action. Oh, that's cool. So you can literally, you activate Psylocke, range one place, do a medium move, range one place, do a medium move, range one place, spend two power to get a short move. That's that's a lot of mobility. Yeah, that's insane. Jeez, like that, that card like has won me games from being able to shoot her across the map and pick up an extract. Hmm. Like if I had it last night and like she was like, 100 days that she could have easily grabbed one of those extracts and gone away to safety and been fine. Um, if only. Or just lived. Or, and then, like, yeah. also the fact that, like, you give her healing factor now. So, right. if you're yeah, playing, she has exceptional. And that's because she has access to exceptional. Like, I, I honestly think that card is, like. That card's insane, for sure. It, it is. It's really good. And um, a lot of people say, like, they don't like it because of the fact that you're putting a lot of agency in your opponent's hands or it's just a dead card. Well, again, like, if the card's dead because my opponent... Yeah, if, if, they're, if you're not forcing exceptional, like, that's good. That means they're not attacking yeah, your guys. That's, that's up there with deception, in my opinion. Like, you're like, oh, I didn't get to play my deception. That means Boo-hoo. my yeah. opponent played around it the entire game, which meant that yeah. this card sitting in my hand just dictated strategy yep. all game long. That's yeah. huge. It's it's that, more of a that is agency. Game, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, I messed with your agency by bringing this card. Yeah, and I think that's where people need to look at Crimson Dawn is that in that space of like, mm-hmm. what is it doing to your opponent's play patterns? Like, they if right. you didn't play it, you more than likely meant that they never attacked Psylocke, or if they did, it was like in a super moment that they just had to. It's, um, like, it's the Loki effect. Right, yeah. where it's just like I, I didn't notice what Loki did, but golly, you, you sure did, did for sure. Yeah, I love Loki. Yeah, and that's why I think Crimson Dawn is great. Plus, Salak is both great in X Force and um, Hellfire Club. Okay, and X so and X talking about tactics cards and yep. you know just iterating on on the roster. Do you pull out something different to put Crimson Dawn in? Do you pull something else out, or do you? pull out something that you swapped in for Crimson Dawn before, right? Wait, so like, so we talk the, about roster creation or like squad building? We're talking about roster creation and I mean, yeah. and squad building to some extent, but like, so, this is like specifically to roster creation because like, you're between, you know, events between games. So last night it was very much like I wanted to fit, got to get some air in and I wanted to fit something else. Oh, it was Jonathan. Um, but so brace for R and D, um, Jonathan for fallback. I think it was. And um, can the card plug please come out so I don't have to buy? I don't want to buy Hulkbuster. <laughs> I really don't. Just buy Craig a new one. Just buy yeah. Craig a new Hulk, Hulkbuster and take the fallback. He doesn't. Yeah, need I don't it. want to do that. 
I'm just gonna borrow his card when I go when I go to the whatever that Portland qualifier I signed up for in April. I'm just gonna be like, hey Craig, can I borrow Fallback? He'll say, yeah, here, man. And he will. Um, That's why he's a good friend. But so it's it's very much like same for same because I know, especially the my list specifically, I know which cards are like my staples. Like cat and mouse yeah. ain't going nowhere. Um, sacrifice is like the lock restricted card in my opinion. Um, okay, so for expert specifically, sacrifice is the lock restricted card if you're playing honey badger and or Sabretooth. If you're not playing either of those characters, you could probably not play sacrifice. But if you're playing either of those characters in your list, you absolutely bring sacrifice. Um, okay. So for me, sacrifice is a lock. So there's two. Um, no matter the cost, I'm kind of like. Sam and I kind of talk about this too. Is like no matter the cost has gone down in value for me. Yeah. Because especially when I'm forcing a core of Cable Logan Psylocke, I don't need no matter the cost to do what mm-hmm. I want to do. So yeah, that's no longer X twenty three every game. Yeah. Um, rolling so dice, that, paying it, bringing a tactics card to roll dice is just not one of my favorite things yeah. to do in general. Um, exceptional healing, that's like a staple. So that one just never comes out. Um, God, what else is in there? Pyrotechnics, because I'm playing Pyro, so absolutely that stays. Because the few games I didn't bring Pyrotechnics in my roster, I absolutely missed it. And if I feel mm-hmm. like that in a game, I, it's mm-hmm. automatically a sign for me to, like, that card stays. Um, then, oh, especially after our conversation last week, I've really missed Gotta Get Some Air. So I, like, I've been, like, trying to find a way back in with that card, which I did recently. But it's very oh, much like mostly same card for same card. Like, if I swap out Crimson Dawn for Gotta Get Some Air, that's, like, the outlier because I found out that, okay, I want both of these cards, so now, okay, no matter the cost value went down for me, so no matter the cost can come mm-hmm. out, and now I get both the cards that I want. Um, but it's it's all about weighing your values of what the cards have done for you in previous games and what you expect the value to be. So, I mean, we talked about the value from no matter the cost last night we were just yeah. chatting about it but like that's this that's up there with like the advanced r&d malekith stuff to me where it's like yeah. there is a benefit to being that aggressive and to you know coming in that hard and that fast and just yeah. creating but, this like threat saturation early. so we we talk about no matter the cost right so like no matter the cost what what do you do with no matter the cost and like the x-men slash uh x-force builds you do 23 so that mm-hmm. way she can like get on the center line and do a point well right. I don't need that anymore because I have Logan who could do that inherently and I have Psylocke with Cat and Mouse who could do it inherently without no matter the cost. So now no matter the cost is yeah. literally just a non-factor in my list. That's interesting. How often do you uh, like reach for X-23 nowadays? Uh, way less than I used to. She's still really good. She's just not yeah. like backbreaking. She's not like the character anymore, right? The, you have Logan now. Well, it's it's Psylocke. Because oh, and Psylocke for sure. Yeah. affiliated character. Um, so it's, it's very much depending on like what the threat value is. Cause like, it's like, I am mm-hmm. literally reaching for cable Logan Psylocke anytime I'm playing X-Force now. Like I just, mm-hmm. I don't even consider any other option almost. 13 um, threat core. What? I mean, they are really good, right? Well, it's like, I, I literally have one flank, one flank middle. Like it's yeah. like, and then like whoever I'm adding in is just reinforcing one of the flanks. Um, so then it's like 16, I take 23. Mm-hmm. 15 i take badger uh when does pyro come in okay pyro is like the one exception where i don't play cable logan psylocke that's like cable pyro psylocke at that point um but it's super like i know which matchups i'm doing that on or logan doesn't come in bill comes in instead of logan because logan doesn't seem right for that matchup um okay who's all right so what's the closest you've got to uh a 
a character who's like on the bubble for you right now? Like what what's your what's your one roster spot that you're just like Meh. Domino. Domino, Deadpool. But, Who but else the, like buys the, for that spot? The issue Domino or Deadpool, like that's the issue okay. is that needs to be an affiliated spot. Because mm. all right. it, if I want to play X Force at nineteen and I need to go was it six wide? Then I have to have that be an affiliated X Force member. Does it need to be a three threat too, or is it just? Well, I, that, I, that's the only character I have open is a three three threat. It can't be Sabretooth. Um, it could actually be Sabretooth, and that fixes seventeen for me. But then nineteen suffers. Hmm. Um, unless I just take, I I'll, actually I might actually look into that. Uh, dropping that third that three character slot for Sabretooth and going back up to five four threats. Let's do it. <laughs> um, because ever since I dropped Saber 2, 17 has been, like, really, really weird. I'm kind of forced to always play Hellfire Club at 17. Um, mm-hmm. Because I don't have, like, a 17. You don't want to do four or three fours on a on cable. This I see it. sucks at 17. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. oh sure. because that's actually a really bad note. Because Hellfire Club 17 is ah, Emma, dang it. Emma, Logan, Psylocke. Um, it's Red Skull. That's seventeen. Uh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, that's I'm, terrible. I'm Three fours and a five plus a grunt that can secure. Like it's still, it's actually, and that's why I've been okay with not having Sabretooth because that's actually a really, really good seventeen. Um, and if I don't feel like playing Logan because it's a bad matchup, I just play Bill, and that's still mm-hmm. fine. Um, but like Psylocke for me, like makes every single game because she's never felt like she just didn't bring value. Uh, where Logan at times can feel like he doesn't bring value, which is kind of funny. Because, like, if you can control... Like, the issue with, like, Logan versus Psylocke is Psylocke with two power can mean she's, like, a range five plus away and still be able to get you and hit you. Uh, but, Logan, like, one time, right? Tell yeah. me that. Okay, good. But the, but, the, but the thing about that, though, is, like, Logan, let's say you double Thanos, push him away, he now has a double move to get back in. Yeah. So, right. like, Logan's way easier to control than Psylocke is. Also, she has her cybo, so like she could literally just like short move. She can move. go for the. She, she can believe, yeah, yeah. So she could like she, short she move, go relevant. for the cybo, mm-hmm. and then because like this, I love, I love the telekinetic combat enhancement because it's not an action, and it just says next like katana attack you do. So you can literally do the telekinetic enhancement to move short, and then you could cybo somebody right. that's in range now, and then you could do your katana attack at seven dice. Like gosh, I like I love her play yeah. pattern so much. That's fine. She's neat. She's, yeah. She seems like a really neat character. God, this has really turned into like an X Force evaluate Dizzard's roster. <laughs> I mean, we talked about other stuff. Fine. We talked about my guardians. Yeah, it's 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 all frames okay. of reference. I just, okay, I just don't so, want to like and we talked about Thanos a lot. We like Thanos here. Okay, Rogue yeah, agents liking Thanos. That's pretty low. Okay, okay. Keep coming with the questions because you're helping. You're making me think because I I might actually consider Good. dropping Good. Dom for Sabretooth. <laughs> all right. So here's, here's wait. Here's what the next Domino? Come on, bro. Okay, so like, let me come me on. Out. Okay, dude. so here's here's the thing: is the only time Domino makes the list is when I'd be taking twenty three, but twenty three doesn't feel right. So it's like it's either twenty three or Domino. It's never. It's very rarely going to be both, and that's only at nineteen. I'm not taking Bill, which is really weird, because um, Bill should be at nineteen because it's probably demons, right? Because then you're like playing on virus, yeah, or, or demons, intrusions, or demons. Um, so it's like so if you're playing on demons, you're play, you're bringing Bill, come yeah. On. Um, or I regret not bringing him, and I'm playing against Sam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I instill bad decisions and terrible. But anyways, um, what I bring so it's table. like Domino really only comes out when 23 feels bad, or if I would need to bring both 23 and Domino. So it's like 
there's argument to drop either 23 or Domino, which 23 mm-hmm. just generally has more value than Domino to bring mm-hmm. in Saber 2, so that way I fix the X417 mm-hmm. and I have more options. But then I'm like, this feels really weird because I have five four threats in my list now. Five okay. four threats, five four threats, two fives, a two and a three, like or two two two, uh, one two and two threes. Yeah. What's the problem? It's like completely backwards and it hurts my brain. Um, <laughs> it's different. It's new. I don't like it. So I mean, all right. This this is a good segue into like the next like kind of question that I had about iterative roster building, right? Which is, what do you do when the meta changes? What do you do when you're like thinking about like, approaching an event? You're like, okay, I think this is going to be the meta for this event. So, so that's, I want to have these tools in place. That's where, like, I had, I, this is where I think I, um, people who have been playing the game since it came out have, like, a benefit, or at least since, like, the character updates, mm-hmm. because they have an idea of what these characters do um, versus people who are, like, brand new to the game and are just trying to, like, figure out what characters do. Me, having played every single character in X-Force, yeah, I, know X-Force. Exactly, <laughs> I know exactly what... <laughs> that character is going to add or take away from my game plan and if i'm expecting sure. it to look like this i know what i need to bring like if it goes back to like an attrition heavy i'm probably going to try and build clap back again mm-hmm. sure that's like because that's like the when sam's fam is good x-force clap back is is the the route no when when sam's fam is oh, i guess when sam's fam is good yeah it'd be the same thing so yeah, yeah. it's the same yeah. meta it's, yeah. it's the same like those are good which, which in the same meta. Arguably, metas. we're kind of there right now. Like, there's a lot of attrition lists right now. Oh um, yeah, I think there's more attrition in the game right now than there ever was before, right? Yeah. Which arguably clapback is good, but the issue with clapback right now is I really want to play Psylocke, and she doesn't. Okay. Really fit in that game Hold on. Yet. Let's put a pin in this. Let's talk about attrition versus objective play right now. Yeah. Right. It's so like what like the the general consensus in the game has been like you know the the pendulum swings between control and attrition yep. mm-hmm. as like the the dominant approach in the game where if you, if you lived through the wakanda wave era then like you understand like how punishing good control can be and if yeah. you played through the the black order you know dominant era then you understand how terrible attrition into I'm gonna, control i'm gonna pause you real quick and i just i just realized something yeah i feel like the control eras last longer than the attrition eras. Hmm. I don't know about that one. That like that doesn't sound incorrect. Black, but it also doesn't okay, sound so correct. Black. I Order, feel like Sam. Last a while. Sam was yeah. the Lana's, yeah. Well, I no. I just feel like Sam. Like when attrition gets too good, Sam becomes incredibly popular, which kind of hedges against what like how popular attrition can be you almost have to like dark horse with attrition to do but, well enough with but it but that's also like where like i really like my x-force into sam because mm-hmm, it's sure. so mobile like i don't care about the leadership because i'm just gonna teleport to you anyways with pretty much every character i'm playing with that's a really interesting aspect of the game right now compared to like where it has been before and there's I'm so many mobile to see characters. how that like works out mm-hmm. yeah like rhino I- and logan you're just you're just on them wherever they were. You're on them again or still. Yeah, or you threw them towards wherever the model is that you just moved out of range, right. and now I'm like, it, it, it really closes some, oh, it really closes some gaps. I do think a lot of the teleportation that's been added to the game makes Sam's leader. Oh, excuse me, hiccups. Uh, makes Sam's leadership less 
dominant, I guess you could say. And maybe that's why we're not seeing so much Sam right now. I mean, I mean, I think that Sam is not popular because Sam is not popular. <laughs> well, Sam Just is like, he popular. Got, like, so much, like, it's, like, it's also kind of like Wakanda still popular. Wave. Like, Wakanda Wave yeah. is like so dominant for so long. People are like, I'm tired of playing this list. Like, playing with it and against it. Like, there are people right. who are like, like, I'm just, like, I don't care if it's, like, the most, like, OP theme right now. I'm just not going to play because it's so boring. I'm tired of playing it. Uh, well, like, okay, it, it's a different meta. But if we go back to, like, the, the Nova meta, right? Where, like, the finals was, like, what? Like, Webs versus Sam Avengers? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it was basically, like, a, a Dark Horse Webs roster that showed up that no one, like, thought Webs were going to do any good. So nobody was going to play Webs. I didn't think any Webs were going to do Hashtag punt mistake. <laughs> <laughs> And then a Sam Avengers list. And so, like, they had to play, like, honest MCP to close out that game. You know, they had a bunch of, you know, basically let underpowered me, characters me, trying to control the board. And... If you play X-Force, you're playing honest MCP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I'm not touching I don't know how, I don't know how honest. <laughs> yeah. We can just say it's, like, it's, it's your thing and that's cool. You just leave it there. I mean, play what you love in this game. Like, I that's do. that's that's for sure. And then Bishop's gonna come out and he's gonna break your brain because he's gonna be no, so he's gonna good, break my heart. You're not gonna like him. He's gonna no, like you're Aussie, gonna put him on the table like, like every game. Bishop's gonna end up being X Force affiliated and he's gonna be like Psylocke <laughs> where he's like, I have to take this. You have to play him every game. game. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna be like ah. But okay, now, but like now, so, now but, I play like, Bishop and Psylocke back to like, table every game. Back to like metas though is like it's so hard yeah. to predict what the meta is gonna be for an event. Because you can look at TTS results, yeah. you can look at LVO, you can look mm -hmm. at Adepticon. You can look at Adepticon results and already know that, let's just say there is an event next weekend, like a big tournament next weekend. Um, okay. That meta is going to be drastically different from this meta for Adepticon. Absolutely. Because it's a miniatures game and people look for competitive edges. And they're not yep. going to take what was good a week ago because that's stupid. Because obviously people are going to be gaming against it. Mm -hmm. you, you build to beat the stuff that just won. You don't bring the it. stuff that just yeah. won. Yeah. yeah, so for our roster of the week, uh, beat Thanos Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's, but that's the crazy thing, though, is like, if you look at like how dominant Pat has been with Thanos Guardians, or just how Thanos Guardians have been in general. Well, Pat's just been dominant in general. He's been but, winning but this since before he's playing Thanos that. Guardians. Like, there's other people that have been playing that list that just see like really good results. Um, like I think there's like three of those lists in the TTS like cuts right now. Like, yeah, but m most of the Guardians players are not playing Thanos. Like, Barncad doesn't have Thanos on his list, and he's, I think, he's still in top eight. But it's Guardians it's are also, just in a good spot right now. I, I agree which is with that. Awesome. Three, three threat leader. Even three threat nice. leader, baby. Three threat leader with a, with a really, really fucking good leadership. Yeah. 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 But uh, I think it it really just comes down to, like... Cheap core. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Multiple yeah. affiliated twos, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I forgot where we were going at with that, but... It's like, I don't know. I I feel like when it comes to like iterations of what you're planning for your list, it's very much like I do think that people who have been in the game longer probably have an advantage when it comes to it because they know what stuff does and they know the play patterns for yeah. characters. Sure, an affiliation leadership might come out and that might change those play patterns slightly, but it's never going to change the core concept of a character because that would be absolutely bad game design for a main mm -hmm. Like that makes no mm -hmm. sense at all. So it's like if I have a character that was designed a year ago, a leadership that comes out tomorrow should not drastically change that character. Otherwise, AMG missed something in playtesting. So is, is Hellfire bad or, for or the Or they're game trying to revitalize. Health? 
or, or they're, they're trying to revitalize, or a they're trying to revitalize a character. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But at that point, that character probably was underplayed anyways and not considered right. very good. But it typically, even when a character is made good because of a leadership, I'm trying to think of a good example, but I really can't think of one. Um, it's it's very much like the character still has the same play patterns. And you know what to expect from that character. Like it's yeah. it's it doesn't really change much. So. I guess you know, in that same kind of vein, like this might start off feeling like a total non sequitur, but like playing X Men. Mm -hmm. When I play X Men, I constantly catch myself positioning my model to be in cover, mm -hmm. as though Storm's leadership did not grant them cover just for being that's outside just, of. That's just habit. Yeah, because you're just like, oh, I, I should probably like you know post up right here because that seems like the good place to be. Yeah, and. You know, like so there there are things that you have to just like you have to break habits, you have to do other things, you know, differently, depending on what affiliations you're playing and, and how you're doing it. So with when a meta changes <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna tie these two things together because I think I lost my train of thought. But when a meta changes and you know, you you're trying to, you know, basically plan for the next meta. Like, do you, it sounds like you're advocating for like an all comers approach with, with your, with your approach, Dizzard. Cause you're like, I, I just want basically to have everything that's gonna, you know, just let me play good MCP the way that I want to play it. And I'm going to trust in, in that ability basically of, of me to execute on the table with models that I understand. Does that, is that a fair assessment? I would say yes, because I think going towards an edge really opens yourself up way too much. Well, once you get too far to an edge, you have to punt, which yeah. is definitely where I tend to but, push but I feel like that's where a lot of people with competitive <laughs> lists go. Like, I don't think Guardian Thanos needs to punt. I don't think Malekith Cabal needs to punt. I don't think Sam Vengers needs to punt. Can we uh, define punt for us non-gamers over here? Like, the, I, right. <laughs> I'm going to lose this game anyways. Oh, oh, oh. So why am I going to change half my roster to cover one matchup? I'm just going to take that matchup as a loss. Or it, It's a bad matchup where you yeah. don't really have a silver bullet for it. And so, mm. like, you could bring something that's either untested or that you already know is, like, only actually, like, yeah. it's not a silver bullet. It's just, like, makes but, it a little but bit But a lot better. of times, typically what happens, especially in MCP, is if I'm going to adjust my list for what I'm punting for, I... And probably changing too much my roster and losing out in my matchups that were like my for sure wins. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, be good at what you're good at instead of trying to be good at everything. Yeah. Okay, I get you. Yeah. But like I would say I, I still open my mind up to punts. Like I'm still like like I know this matchup's gonna be hard. I'm not gonna bring mm -hmm. in special tech for it because it ruins my other matchups. I would rather have like an even chance into this game instead mm -hmm. of like a 90% chance into like 30% of my games. Um, so it's like, it's like weighing your punt of whether it's worth it or not. I don't think changing your core concept of the roster is worth punting or it's worth like not giving up the punt because this just happens. Like, like webs, like web wars is still like in that spot right now. I think a lot of people consider webs to be in a really rough spot. And if they are playing webs, it's like, it's like I think webs are just in a rough spot at the moment. Um, yeah. So it's like, like I, I would argue that a bunch of people punted to 
aggressive Mal at Adepticon. Yeah, yeah to but be web said, specifically, I'm, right? I'm not going to see this. I'm not going to see aggressive Mal, so I'm not going to bring the tech that I need to beat it. I'm going to focus on you know shoring up my web warriors well, that's, game. That's, but that's right. also the thing though too is like aggressive Mal tech is the same as Thanos tech. Like it really is, and I've been saying this since Malkith came out. Like, uh, it's a little different. I mean, yeah, you need like a single target nuke for sure. Uh, you, you just you just take people you just that kill stagger, them, right? take stagger and root and oh yeah, you just take pyro and black cat for sure. Yeah, just just take, just take pyro, like <laughs> just take pyro. <laughs> no, I 100 agree. I was really surprised that like <laughs> when I saw Malekith and uh, Thanos on top table, I was like, wait, is no one playing pyro? They're playing cat dog instead of pyro. Like, what's going on here? But, but um, yeah. But I think when it comes to punting, it's very much like you weigh out your options, and it's like, do I punt or do I change twenty percent of my roster? And more often mm-hmm. than not, it's like I'm just gonna punt, um, and hope that the game and dice are my favor in that game if I get it, um, or you just accept it as a loss and you hope you get the top eight anyways. Which yeah, I mean, lucky and good on the same day. That's that's the but key. If you have a miniatures game or any competitive thing in general, like. You you really should like if you let's say have a six round event, like mm-hmm. five and one is like good. Like, yeah. you're 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 fine. Like and hopefully great. that one you lost was your punt. Um yeah. going six and zero oh means that your list is probably OP or you got insanely lucky. Mm, or you're just good. No, I I honestly like I'm sure you could talk to Pat and I'm sure he would say that there was. Some oh no, Pat's super honest about that. Like yeah. I played with Pat a bunch of times. He is just like he when he does well, he's like, yeah, no, I, that went well for me. He's and not he, a, he, the type of guy who's like, no, I'm just insane. <laughs> he's not just like I'm yeah, the best player in the world. He's just like, oh no, like I'm just I'm just I did well today. He did well. So if it's an honest guy, also, just fine. I've also heard him say I got really lucky in that game. Um, yeah. Like he he is very honest about his results. For but sure. when it comes to like competitive mindset and all that stuff, is somebody who will get like hyper focused on the six zero that like they end up really like hurting their roster in a way like where I like my roster at is I feel like I have an answer and I have a game plan for every single crisis combination that could come up into every single matchup that can come up. And I know it's not going to be the greatest in certain things, but I know it's playable. Um, I'm just going to have to play my heart out with that game and hope things work out for me versus like, I know in over half of my games, I have a higher chance of winning. So, like, if you can design your list in a way that you have a win rate of, like, let's just, even if it's, like, 56% into 90% of your games, like, that's really, really good when it's come to a competitive environment. Um, because if I have a game that has a team that has above 60% win rate, you start to question the, the design. You, you start to question, like, why is this happening? Because over 60% for a single team to have is not good for a competitive environment. Well, I mean, like, Malekith had, like, that level of, of, of win percentage on release. Well, let's, let's uh, talk about Wakanda, Wakanda Wave. Wakanda Wave was at 67%, if I remember correctly, for, like, forever. Yeah. Like, they were yeah. they were above yeah. 60%. I mean, like, there was nothing to deal with them at the time, no. right? There was nothing you could do. But, but, like, that's what I'm talking about, though. You look at that, like, how it felt to play into Wakanda Wave... And that's like it's very true to like that was above a sixty percent win rate. It felt bad for the game, and it needed to get fixed, which AMG handled and they fixed it. And ever since then, we haven't really seen like a consistent like win rate other than Weapon X for some reason above fifty five percent. 
Which Weapon is, X is because like I I think a lot of the the top win percents on Longshanks right now yeah. are for affiliations that are uninteractive and stomp newer players. I won't disagree with that at all. Actually, like Weapon X is very much like I'm it's Weapon X. It's uh, X Men and it's Criminal Syndicate. It's just like stuff that you win by not interacting, and it's like yeah. what newer players do not know how to deal with at all. Yeah, that's fair. But like, I also if you, if I think you, long streaks reporting games is just kind of dumb in general. But that's a whole other ball game. It's it, I think it's interesting to look at because, like, in my opinion, Weapon X should not be like the top no, dog. They right really now. shouldn't. Like, then arguably, like, not arguably, but like, they're not. They're not. They're not the top. Objectively, I think Weapon X is fun. Uh, yeah, laughs and Malaketha for sure. Laughs and Thanos for sure. Yeah, but it's like somebody else does the same thing but better, uh, with the same characters even. <laughs> like, um, sure. But it, it very much comes down to when you think of competitive gaming, um, you don't want something to be at that like fifty-five plus. Otherwise, there's something wrong with the design in like a character or the leadership or whatever. Whatever is making that edge so strong, something is wrong. And we look at Wakanda Wave as like the prime example of this. Is there is no tools to deal with it, and I think as the game grows more and more and more you really should start to see the win percentages of affiliations like being almost dead at 50% for majority of affiliations, Mm -hmm. which that is true to like almost perfect game design. See, and all that says to me is that you have to get lucky and good on the same day. You have to make the right decision in turn zero. You have to make the right decision in roster construction, you know, for like what you brought to the event. But because you, okay, to but, win that event, yeah, you've got to go do. basically you six and zero. You've got to go one hundred percent. You've got to go like ninety. No, you can go five and one plus. and still win the whole entire thing. Sure, but I, not I, sure five. Okay, eighty uh, percent. You know, like eighty-five percent. Like yeah. a lot you need a much victory, better yeah. than fifty-five percent. But, like, but like my my victory. thing that is to look at here though is like you look at any competitive. If you ha- could have an interview with any person that's involved with sports or competition or anything like that, they'll mm-hmm. they'll they'll narrow it down to probably three things repetitions luck yep. and yep. A, like health mm-hmm. like yeah. like eating healthy sleeping good um not showing up hung over to your event um having Which is honestly it's very fun yeah it you is. should all do it yeah i mean i love it we all love to hear about the the, the tale of the dude that like he showed, showed up, showed fucked up, over and yeah, won. Did great. He, he was drunk still from last night and won. He, he hasn't played in, in six he months. He just came in from the bar. He, he had a baby six months ago, and his wife finally let him out of the house. Like he shows up and wins. Like we, everybody loves that story because we love those stories. Yeah, but like that is not the norm. But no. If every event you go to is won by the hungover guy or the dude who's just like recently back from six months away, yeah. like that's <laughs> probably on you, bro. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> I just, we love that story because we love that story, but it's not it's not normal. I just, that's not I just, like yeah. I just truly think when it comes to like anything competitive, it very much comes down to those three factors. It's like it does. Are did you get enough sleep? Are you in the right mind state? Um, yeah. How many reps did you get with the game? And then how lucky are you that day? Because if you just get like, we were talking about um, ghost year, he got priority every single game with X-Men and got pretty much his secures every single game from what we looked That's at. That's sick. Like, and yeah, you like, want that, like you like, want that. Like, like, like I would consider that incredibly lucky. And then he got unlucky in the cuts. Uh, like, um, <laughs> but like, you just have to be unlucky once, right? Like what's that bounty yeah. hunter adage that you had before? Shout out to <laughs> ghost. Year. That guy rules. Oh, the bounty hunter adage. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to when you're on the run, you have to be lucky every single time. The guy trying to kill you just has to get lucky one time. Yeah. yeah. 
but I think it's very much like the thing to come to it. And like when you look at, I think this is why you need to look at like cons and events and your tournaments and just playing the game in general of coming back to why are you there? Why are you paying money to play this game? It's to have fun and have a hobby. It's like, why did you fly from one continent to another? (laughs) And it's like, if you like, and I think the fact that you have to like, really like one of the factors of winning a major event is luck really like kind of comes down to like you need to realize this in order to actually enjoy yourself and have fun at these events because if you're not going to realize that you need to have some luck to win these events then you're probably going to be a salty poopy butthole um and like that's not a good combination <laughs> folks you no, don't be salty not. poopy butthole but, but, but tell me i'm wrong like if you no, you're if right you, you're 100 like, right you're going to be super salty you're not going to enjoy yourself at the convention right and like what's the fun in that so it's like we're all playing a game. We're all big nerds, and we're all like trying to have fun. Like, I'm not going to detract from anybody's win saying that oh, it's all down to luck. Like, no, I think it takes all three things: repetition, like skill, how good you are, luck, yeah. and like your your health. Like, are you in a good mind state? Because I tell you what, you could be the best player in the world, but if you're having a bad day, you're having a bad day, and it's going to affect mm-hmm. your decisions for sure. Oh yeah, I, I play way worse when I'm tired. I play way worse when I've had a, a terrible day at work. I've had, you know, like, I, I play terrible when I, like, I showed up at game night hoping for one type of game, and I'm getting another. You know, you're just like, these are all things that just, like, tilt. Tilt is a real factor. You know, yeah. we talked Tilt's about a huge factor, for sure. Ago. Yeah, like, right. you just miss stuff. I think you tilt, and you're done. I'm going to get off my soapbox now. <laughs> I, I like mean, that's fine. fine. I think we've, like, kicked this horse enough, to be yeah. fair. So I, I think don't initially, you ever, don't we, you don't talk about horses that way on this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. No, oh, no, he's not uh, a horse. He's, he's not a horse. <laughs> we just don't talk, we don't talk about horses that way. We like horses. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I think that we were going to talk about like uh, your, your best hellfire roster. And then you said your, your best roster to beat. Thanos Guardians. So oh, yeah, let's do so both. Sec- let's sec- do your best Hellfire roster to beat. <laughs> Dude, actually, the two threat mania. My actually no, Thanos Guardians probably fucks up two threat mania. Oh god, yeah. Pew pew. Yeah, no. everybody in Guardians hits outside of their weight class, so like For shooting sure. into a bunch of two threats, and you're already kind of wide enough. Like, yeah, that, that deadly duo turn is gonna be sick. <laughs> Rocket just kills five people. Right. Then look at Emma like, what now, bitch? Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to laugh when the roster is literally just like Emma and just my Guardians. list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be good too. <laughs> Emma Guardians. Oh, there we go. All right. What's up? All right. Great. So here, challenge time. Build your best Hellfire Club roster and why it is, or build what it takes to take down Thanos, Guard of the Gal- yes. Guardians of the Galaxy, slash Mall Cabal. There we go. Yeah. All right, let's get into Bonus points for both. listener questions. Uh, from Barncat, with TTS Season X winding down to a conclusion, is it a big surprise that there isn't more Brotherhood representation? No. Yes. Yes? I don't know. <laughs> why, I mean, why no? Why no? Oh, I, I think I was, it's a surprise. It's the well, same as Adepticon, right? Where it's like, like Brotherhood, criminals just weren't quite good enough. Lots of mm. three and one, lots of three and one showings from from Brotherhood and Criminals. Well, I yeah, think we I can blame a lot of that on gentlemen's agreements, which are stupid. Yeah, I, I wasn't there. I don't completely understand all of that. I don't know. I if just they like were I, I don't. I learned what like, those are yesterday, so I hate a, them. The old gentleman's draw. So, for anybody who's not aware, the gentleman's draw is: Hey, I ran the numbers. This is totally not collusion, but if we draw, we're both in. 
But if I like, or the winner of our game is in and the loser is out, and it not collusion. It's not collusion, except it is totally collusion. It's a hundred percent collusion. <laughs> so the gentleman's draw is a thing that is an unfortunate, like just reality of minis gamings, unless it's like really cracked down on. Uh, like there was a moment in X Wing where there was a an event where literally like the entire top eight like gentlemen's drew to get in. That's Phil. Just like we're just old like, friends. If we all do this, then we all get in, and otherwise we like you know a couple of these other guys might, and you know a couple of us might not. Like it's, I have a hard time with it. I also kind of understand where it comes from, which is like, you know, you did well enough on the day. The pairings were nice enough to you that now you have an opportunity to, you know, have an early day and still play tomorrow. And I understand that, mm -hmm. but it does not feel noble or honorable or anything else like in the yeah, spirit I'm, of the game. I'm not a fan of them, to be honest. Like, so I don't know if that happened at Adepticon. I, I assume that it did, seeing a couple I, of draws I think, coming okay, into the so... final round. I think with with AMG being like we don't want to be like too competitive, we want like fun and all that. I think it's in the yeah. spirit of that. Which uh, okay, sure. Yeah, um, but tournaments aren't even in the spirit of that. You yeah, know? but it's like, but it's like if I'm at like a tournament that we're gonna have like a first place prize, mm -hmm. like yeah, it feels kind of awkward to have somebody make it into the top ace because they want a, a tie. Yeah. I don't know if that actually happened. I just I I don't I don't really know. Like I feel like if you're at like top bottom tables, like and there's no chance of you making it to top eight, um, yeah. and you both just want to like basically stop playing. You want to go grab some drinks or food or something. Sure, I don't care about that. But like, if I'm looking at a chance of top eight and my opponent isn't, like yeah, it feels bad. But you still got to earn your spot, in my opinion. Agreed. And it, the only counterpoint, I'm, I'm just, this is devil's advocate, not me trying to be like, you should guys should, should do this. <laughs> but like the devil's advocate is you, you earned it to some extent because you've already put in the work. You got yourself to that point where you're, you're able to take but it. But did you, if you, if you got the pair down, like, yeah, if, but if you're, if you both... got the pair down, you're not going to be able to gentlemen's draw in. You're not going to have the tiebreakers. To do yeah. It. But if it happens, like, like, let's say that situation, I don't know if it happened or not. I'm not saying it did, but like. Seen as like it could have absolutely happened where you had the pair down where the person was absolutely not going to make it the top eight, but you had the chance to make it the top eight, and yeah. you had the option. The person was like, "I don't want to rob you of your chance to make it a top eight. I'd be like, "No, man! Like I'm going to play this game with you, and I'm going to make you earn your spot in the top eight. Maybe Hell yeah! Cool. That's maybe the that's warrior a, mentality. Maybe Let's that's go. like a dick move, but it's like, no. like I don't know. Like I'd I'd want to like earn like if I made the top eight, I want to know I earned it, and not like it was like I I got in because my last game. Gave exactly. Win. Like, what if you gentlemen's <laughs> in, then you lose your next game? Then you're just like, oh, so I'm a complete poser. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I probably like, like, I probably come off as super aggressive with this, but it's like, I don't know. Like, it's a competition. It's. I know we're not like the most competitive podcast. We don't try to be, anyways. We try to have fun, and I just enjoy. You playing can have the fun game. while competing. Competing, but can it's, be fun. yeah, but like yeah, exactly. Like, I I don't know. I just I don't like the idea of someone could be in the top eight because of a buy or because someone just gave them the game so one yeah. of the things we've talked about on this show a few times is like why are you here like what did you what mm -hmm. did you show up to do what's you your play goal today so you want to like, play dog i mean like i like to play fun for game the most part yeah, yeah like I'm, I'm i'm signed up to these events to play in them far more than i'm signed up to them yeah. to 
Like, hang out. I didn't like, just I show love up you guys, to win. But like, let's play. I showed up to play a game, and it's, of course I want to win. It's but. also like, I if I go into, like, let's say a pair down, and the person's like, hey, man, I'm not going to make it to top eight, but you have a chance still. Like, I'm just going to concede and give you the game. I'm going to be like, no, nah, man, like, make me earn it. Like, that's how my mm-hmm. mentality is. Let's go. Like, I'm going to be like, I'm playing. Like, I'm here to play games. I'm not here to, like, be given a win. Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> I've I've been handed stuff like that, and sometimes you just don't get the option because the person's literally like, "No, like I'm, I'm going I'm home, yeah. just conceding and leaving." And she's like, "But wait, that, that's no. different, yeah, right? Like if, they, if they're like if they're done, that's different." Every, okay, I'm not gonna lie though, like I, I have, but I love being a spoiler. Sorry, that was the second I, half of mine. I have, I, I love, have, just have, like, I am out. I'm gonna knock you out too. I have had. Oh that hell yeah, brother! Though. I have had that happen where it's like the person's like. Hey, we're both out. I don't really feel like playing my game. I'm like, I literally drove like two hours to be here. Right. Like, I want. I'm gonna stick around until the final standings are done. I like, wanna play all three rounds. <laughs> like, and then if some, I've had a weird person leaves, and it's like, okay, well, cool. Now I'm just sitting here for like an hour and a half, like, right, not doing anything. Especially when it's the last round of the day, yeah. and like you're doing well enough that like you actually want to stick around for the end yeah. or like, you know, you have a vested interest in another player or, you know, for whatever reason, you're just not going to go home till the event's over. Yeah. And you're like, sweet, great. Now it's different if the event like venue has like beer or something than like, you know, great. I, I know how to spend an hour. That's fair. But I know what we're doing at Nova. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. Um... <laughs> that was a fun one. <laughs> oh yeah, my answer. Um, I'm not really. Uh, no, I am surprised. I think Brotherhood being really not represented much is kind of weird. Uh, I mean, they're well, no like, longer the newest, shiniest, right? They're just they everyone got, knows how good they are. They literally got Blob and Pyro at the beginning of the league. Yeah, but like the only people don't play Blob, even though I think I, Blob is quite good. I also, I feel like this is also like a testament to like how long the leagues actually go on for. Yeah. Right. What starts at the, at where you started the beginning. Well, and we don't have locked lists, yeah. Like, you can yeah. just play... Like, I played four different rosters in TTS. I mean, I guess you're going to have, like, a, a season review probably sometime soon, I'm assuming. I don't really know because I'm not really doing anything anymore with that. Yeah, I've been, but, I don't know where... Uh, I don't but, like no, Not to call him out, but, like, where's Jacob's stats? I want to see the stats for everything that well, comes but, out. But what stats What stats going to be if there's no locked list? Well, stats yeah, for hard, what, the tournament that stats. happened today. Oh, fair. Uh, Jacob's been MIA, from what I know. I think he's been going through some stuff. Oh, okay. Don't, well, I, don't, Jacob, I don't really. I don't really know. I'm not gonna like say he's. Yeah. Going Whatever's going on, buddy. Football, I wish the best for you. You're a cool dude. I like you a lot. You got me into this game. He's very much been like quiet. So I. Okay. I hope everything's all well with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's move on from Absolutely. that one. Uh, sure thing. Wild speculation, having not seen any of the cards, which announcement from today is going to shape the meta the most? Um, Bishop. Went 100%. <laughs> oh, you Honestly, mean like literally no, no, everyone? No, he says from not seeing any of the cards. Oh. Uh, so I Professor actually, Xavier, probably. No, honestly, I could see... Honestly, I'm really curious to see what Shadow King does. Yeah, that same. could be some really wicked stuff. He could just be like a 5 threat voodoo, right? Or Where five... is he going to be? Cabal. What is his affiliation? Cabal, for Cabal, sure. Syndicate. Just Cabal. Syndicate. Well, we don't have like an X-Men baddies list but le- yet, but he should be X-Men baddies. Yeah. He's not brother. I mean, I guess he kind of is brotherhood. Not, I only know him from... Well, no, his... he's not the brotherhood that you... Like, the brotherhood is a team that was yeah. the X-Force baddies, right? It was right. like Dakin's brotherhood. Yeah. So maybe we're getting I only Dakin know him as an X-Force leader. Or brotherhood from leader. his New Mutants. 
run from like the past like year or two. That's the only place where I'm familiar with that. Redmondir's X Force is really so, good. Like yeah. Shadow King's like a wicked character. Um, yeah, which also has me really, really hopeful that Phantom X is coming to the game uh, around the same time because he's neat. You're already getting like three new X Force characters. Calm down. That's if you'll get Phantom X in like two years. My God, so many. What do you mean? What do you mean three? Um, Nightcrawler and Bishop are the only ones. Kitty's not X Force. She could be. No, she's not. Another is Iceman. Mm. Iceman. Age of Apocalypse. Oh no, Age of Apocalypse. Iceman is a X Force baddie. You're right. Yeah. Professor X. I think Professor X is the answer here because he's the third X Men leader. Hopefully, a second viable. But is he really? Yeah. No. Is he really? Is he really good? I think I don't know. I guess I think he needs to be. He he's either gonna be meta shaping or complete trash, right? Because like, sure. there's only a couple ways you can really go with that character. That you have like a three threat support character who's like, you know, he's he's Xavier and he's no like, way he's a three threat. He's yeah, or he's he's like a five minimum and he's absolutely fucking nuts control piece. He's like just I mean, the control let's, part of Thanos. Let's truly look yeah. at Xavier's like power and the the level of mutants. Like he's really not that strong. Are you? He can turn your brain off. Yeah, it's one of the most so one of the guys who can like recolonize Mars okay. wears a hat okay. specifically to keep him out of his head. But the issue is, is he needs the hat to really unlock all of his powers. Uh, that is debatable. The Cerebro extends his range a lot, right? Yes. But if he's right in the room with yeah. you, like, um, fucking yeah, but, okay, AVX, but, AVX, but that man goes toe to toe with uh, Phoenix has, Force Cyclops. But the thing is, is like it has been talked about time and time again. How if you like take like the average X Men team, and how like like Jean Grey is like substantially more powerful than Xavier is like. Uh, mm, uh, well, she's as Phoenix, Phoenix, sure. Yeah. As um, okay, fine. Just the character, no, not as, at all. As Jean Grey, she just faints and falls to the ground. Um, but <laughs> but like but when it really comes down to it, though, like yes, Xavier is strong. I won't deny that at all. But there's like he, I don't know, a Shadow King in my opinion, is, like, stronger than Xavier. Uh, besides the fact that Xavier's beaten him repeatedly? Um, so we're just ignoring that? No, the fact that Shadow King is always a thorn in his side. And... Well, sure, he's a thorn in his side. Uh, he's been trapped in the astral plane by Xavier repeatedly. <laughs> Xavier's been like, yeah, go back to your, go back to your I room. I don't care. Yeah, like, when I don't, you don't care. I don't That's care. the real answer right there is I don't King, care. I love that model. Like, if that's we look cool, at, man. Okay, but that's not look, what we're talking about. We're talking we look, about who's the craziest in the, in like, if we more look wise. at the Hyper Viper tier list, Shadow King's going to be the top. That'd be cool. I hope he because is. Because it's the coolest model in the game. Like, you can't deny that. That model is so sick. I like Bill's model. Cosmic Ghost Rider. Cosmic, Cosmic Ghost, Ghost Rider's model is fucking sick, powerful. dude. Yeah, he's yeah. also like no, he's also. Like, I thought this was so funny. The first Herald of Galactus we're getting is also the most recent. True. I also yeah. really, really, really want to see Cutthroat paint Shadow King. I want to see his version of that. That's fair. Like I want to run. So I'm just excited for Cosmic Ghost Rider because it means that I can run my my Thanos Punisher Ghost Rider roster. Hell yeah, and brother! Be like even more like Cosmic Ghost Rider. Well, but what feels. if no? But Cosmic Ghost Rider's um, alter ego is Frank Castle. You won't be able to play them together. Oh, that's right. Actually, uh, we'll see. We'll I'm see sorry what about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, we'll it, it, it is right, Frank right, Castle. Right, right. All right. So it you is guys, Frank Castle, but we'll see what they are give. You guys, are you guys? Are you guys both saying that Xavier is going to shoot the meta the most? I, I go with so. Cosmic Ghost Rider. Cosmic I Ghost Rider, he might be insane, but like based on what okay. they did to regular Ghost Rider, I think he's just going to be like a, a five threat affiliated guardian. Okay. My my true answer is going to be Nightcrawler. 
I can see that. Because I just imagine somebody like I just the imagine shiniest well, friend of the he, Yeah, he's a popular character, right? People love Nightcrawler. Well, well, like, he's I love a popular character. Yeah, yeah. If they do him right, he's gonna be mobile as all hell. I see him having yeah. Logan's builder, and then maybe like a spinder without that peers. teleports like without peers. Oh, he has swords. Like, he's not holding swords in the uh, in the. Yes, he is. Well, they they, they said he? that it's an option. It's a build. It'll yeah. be a build option for him. Yeah. He'll have the oh. swords. So like, I I could totally see like. I can see him being like just insanely mobile and really amping X Men into the next level, like more than they already are. Because they need it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they keep they keep you know getting knocked out. Like, like I think so Xavier, because Xavier should have like if Xavier doesn't have a leadership, I think the whole entire world riots. That's um, he does for no, sure. They, no they said he. Oh, they said he does. Okay, but it's like, like I can see him being like what is really really important, but it's like. I I think as far as like meta warping or game changing, like a more splashable character that isn't reliant on a leadership on their card is more meta warping than a character with a leadership. Power cosmic. Yeah, uh, Thanos is crazy. That's His leadership's so bad though, right? <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the next question. Mathematic. Uh, how is Professor X going to play? <laughs> Uh, that's, good, that's what we were just talking about yeah um i, I think it really could yeah. go two ways like he'll be either like a hardcore support piece or he will be just like the best control character in the game who can also has like a, a spender that just makes your character why can't activate. why can't he be both why can't he be he a totally can piece that is like the most control that's character. what i'm saying he'd just I be think like he's gonna be high threat yeah. sure i think he's gonna be like a, a short moving voodoo kind of piece i don't know i i could see control. i could see him being like a fourth threat thanos mm-hmm. well i don't know dude fourth no, threat, i think he's gonna be a five fourth or threat xavier would be crazy i think five is like minimum for him yeah yeah i guess i just evaluate like his power level lower than you guys um you gotta read more x-men comics not x-force I, yeah, comics. I, I mean he, he he just melts people's brains like when when the x-men get in a bind that the like the writer can't write them out of it's, xavier, it's literally yeah. just like bring xavier in and melt their brain okay it, we're done moving like on. when uh when magneto <laughs> ripped out like wolverine skeleton my, uh, right. Xavier just was like, "No, you're done, bro. Like, I, I, I'm yep. not letting you do this shit ever again. I have abided <laughs> your existence long enough. Yeah, from like a, a fucking continent away. He's like, you're done. Um, I like, like right now with Krakoa, he does insane shit all the time. He like yeah, pulls Krakoa, stuff out of Krakoa. Xavier is so different than wheelchair Xavier. That's true. Okay, so going back to this wheelchair Xavier, what other stuff has he done? Um, besides like the yeah, just the various mind warpings. But that's that's, he, that's like, like wheelchair Xavier is drastically different than like modern day Xavier. Have you read the uh, the Grant Morrison new X Men from like two thousand three? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Cassandra Nova is just unhinged Xavier, right? She's not yes. more powerful than him. She well, destabilized. She doesn't the, have morals. She destabilized the Shi'ar Empire. Yeah. <laughs> like just by herself. <laughs> Like from a distance too, right? Yeah, it's like on a different planet. I was just thinking about him, and I was, I was like, just, what if we just thinking about this an alien <laughs> fucking like civilization that's way more advanced than Earth like ever will be? What if you guys just fell apart? What if you just like? What if we just Fine. destroyed Fine. everything? Yeah. I don't know. I just i I don't want like super op Xavier. I want well. That's that's a different there. statement than he's not cool. He can he you can, can have still a, like him. You're not even going to put him on the table. You're no. just going to bring him to the game, and then you're going to be able to remove. A character of equal or lesser threat value from their squad. <laughs> oh my god! He's just playing okay. chess with them. Yeah, I like that. All right. Well, will he have an attack that only moves or debuffs? Maybe. maybe. I don't know. I, I he can oh, super giant style. Please, God, no. <laughs> oh my god! 
All right, which new release are you looking forward to the most? Bishop slash Nightcrawler. Absolutely. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Cosmic I mean, Ghost Rider. Yeah, Cosmic Ghost Rider for me. I'm really excited for Gwenpool as well. Yeah, but right. Cosmic Ghost Rider definitely takes the cake. He's a new guardian. He's cool as fuck. All right, another one from Matematic. Should Pat get nerfed? I really don't think so. Pat loses games. <laughs> he like, does lose games. Pat, Pat loses games. Like, the dude, like, puts in the work to get, like, the winnings that he gets. And not saying that people who don't win don't put in the same amount of work that he does, if not more. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like Pat really, like, Pat's good. Like, He's a good player. Yeah, like, I, if anything, play into Pat. And yeah, just, dude, Pat's a great guy. Like, I before I, I was even on a podcast, Pat was willing to play with me. Yeah. The, the, it's really easy to look at this Adepticon final and be like, Gamma Researcher, Malin Thanos. Bleh. There's another yeah, phase. I saw you do that yeah, earlier right, today, like bro. And bots. At the same time, there are great things that both players did during this game. Yeah. Good decisions, bad decisions. There are there, like you can you can just watch this game and you can see what good players do. Gotta watch when this it comes game, dude. Time to decision. All right. Uh, next question. Smart Alec. <laughs> How do you feel about Malakas versus Thanos final out of Death Gone? <laughs> I think we've answered that. Wins. I, think I love the older question just from my bros. Uh, <laughs> Thanos versus Mal. Yeah, I guess Thanos did win in this situation. It's like, do you want to put all... Because Thanos is a bigger team player than Mal, right? Yeah. And this is right. still a team-based game. So would you rather buff your entire team or have one super crazy monster riding a tiger? And like, like that one is one super crazy monster who's also a team player. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> you could run both. Or you could run both. Also, yeah. All right, uh, sure thing. Who's the cutest two threat? I think okay. I'm gonna answer this first because I have a legit answer for this. The cutest two threat is legit. Like anybody who put a tiny like badger on Honey Badger's base. On her face? On her base. Base. Oh, on her base. Like my Honey uh, Badger, I legit have like a little Honey Badger like on. Badger her face. is probably the cutest. Like I don't know. Nebula's played by Karen Gillian. Karen mm, Gillian's really fair. hot. Yeah. Nah, it's cute. We're going for cute. Oh, so what does cute mean? Whatever you I don't like, know. mean. Infantile? Yeah. I don't know. Um, Badger's pretty cute. Like it's Badger just... is a 16 year old. That is like, yeah, yeah. cute girl. <laughs> cool. Uh, Toad's pretty pretty cute. <laughs> in, like, in, like, in the same way that, like, <laughs> no, you got to hear me out. Toad's cute in the same way that, like, uh, like a Shih Tzu or like a really ugly dog is cute, you know. Like, Aw, <laughs> yeah, little like, buddy, right? Yeah, you're, you're doing oh, your best. Oh, oh. So like when I was putting, <laughs> yeah, he, he makes that noise and he tries to breathe with his big ass tongue. When uh, yeah, sure. when I put my toe together, um, I lost his tongue, so he just looks derpy as all hell. Like he like we looks derpy with the tongue. Tail is old as time. Like that's. <laughs> I feel like there are more. Toads without tongues than there are toads. Oh yeah, tongues. my toad has half of his tongue for sure. <laughs> That's fair. All right, actually, Colson, how did we let Pat Dunford come over and beat us, best us in our own tournament? Um, I wasn't there, and neither actually none of us were there. Yeah, I wasn't there. So, I would um, beat Pat. Yeah, oh, yeah. Pat. We're to blame. Rogue agents. We're to blame. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, bro. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you know we gotta get the Patreon going harder so we can finance all of our trips to these events through the Patreon. <laughs> all, I mean, yeah, like, all I can say is the taco truck tried, right? Because like. Yeah, there was bots, a bunch of them there. there. Um, and right here, taco truck. And... All right, Treffin. He's, he's affiliated, yeah. Treffin Wood. I think he's a infamous podcast guy. Um, infamous. Ooh. Hypothesis. No, no Treffin Wood. Okay. Um, 
Hypothesis. The game would be in a healthier and better competitive state if six plus threat models were relegated to some sort of epic non-standard format. A degree or disagree? Hard to disagree. Talking to my boy all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I don't know. So I, I thought about this last night for, for what that's worth. And I, I do think that there's some validity to it as a statement where it's just like, I do feel and always have felt that this game is balanced on a two to six threat, two action curve. And when you put a model like Thanos, you put in a model like Mal that's or like Red on the Skull, top end. Immortal uh, Hold. Okay, Any, anybody on the top end of the threat spectrum who can effectively buy or gain like action economy, like space on Thanos, right? Or charge on Malekith or Gamma Leap on Hulk. Like mm -hmm. all that stuff is just a little, like that's, that's big. That Those are very powerful abilities. I like having big, fun, powerful characters to play with, but I'm not here for the balance. I... <laughs> I'm both here for the balance and I like big models. I want a good, well-balanced game, don't get me wrong. I, but just, like, I mean, we've Sam and I have talked about this before, where it's like, like, what if they like made Thanos like you could only play him as the leader of Black Order? That's so mean. I Thanos mean, teams up with people all the time. If Thanos becomes an yeah, affiliated guardian, then we're good to go, baby. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just saying we brought it up before, where it's like, it has come up to like, is there ways to do it to like balance it out? But I, I don't know. Like, I like the puzzle, and I like having the challenge of like, this person has Malekith. Like, yeah. also because I feel like I have the tools to take care of like a Malekith. Like we, I took care of Malekith very handily last night. Um, mm -hmm. Like, yeah, going wide is still so good. I don't think we need to like relegate going tall to yeah. like a special kind of game mode. I think it's good to have both styles of gameplay in the game. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I would say though, it, it really, and it comes down to what we were talking about earlier. Is I feel like just a lot of people weren't prepared to like go into Malkabal or Malkith in general, um, and like because not many people for the past like I don't know six eight months. Have really been it. playing Malekith or Thanos for that matter. It's been like it's a concession, right? It's, it's like, are you bringing escort to safety? Are you bringing recal? Are you bringing other things? Yeah, that can, do you, you have know, the things that beat these that characters? Storm? Yeah, yeah, and you know that goes back to the punting conversation. That goes back to all sorts of stuff. Like, what did you bring and why? Like, what did you expect to see? What did you think your bad matchups were? What did you think your, you know, the the things that you needed to have in place, the silver bullets you thought you wanted, and you either brought them or you didn't. Or you have characters that deal with those characters, like mm -hmm. Logan and Black Cat and Pyro. <laughs> <Too> great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it, it very much comes down to, like, I guess, I don't even know where I'm going with that, but it's, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that they need to be, like, re relegated to, like, a specific game format. I agree. Marvel Cosmic is one of the things that I love about Marvel IP. And yeah. so for me, like, those are all like just OP things. Everything yes. that is in the cosmic universe is just like bigger and stronger and better yes. than the street level dude. Yeah. Like, I'd like, love I'm, to get a Galactus like, in this game. Like, give me right, a Galactus. Like Luke, Cage, Luke Cage is a badass. He is. Thanos is just like, what if Luke Cage went splat? You know, like, there, there's no reason why these cosmic level threats right are, are even concerned about street level people it's funny that, that you bring that up because like in them. this game yeah fucking luke cage can still fuck up thanos and that's insane yeah like exactly like that's that's awesome like yeah <laughs> like yes these big characters can feel really bad when they're doing well but when they're not doing well and your thanos gets killed by sam wilson it's like oh fuck 
Like okay, that's been, the balance. Well, well, coming coming like further along the conversation that was happening. Um, Smart Alex said, "Does this include six threats? Because A Force and Magneto players would probably be sad if it does." Personally, yeah. I agree with seven plus being shifted out, but I'd like the six threats to stay. And then Treffin would responded with, "This is the discussion. Seven plus for sure. I'm torn 50-50 on the sixes, mainly due to some of them being over the curve and some being under." I mean, you can say the same thing about fives, right? Now we're on a slippery slope. Yeah. What about fours? Why don't we just play twos and threes and, you know, four threats with grunts? Like, I, uh, I, it, uh, but it's, I want also, all the game modes on the table. I yeah, want more yeah. options, but, not less. But it also, it, I don't know. It, you have all of the agency as a player in your roster creation to, yeah. like, handle the seven plus threats. Like, Immortal Hulk don't scare me. Like, Thanos no. don't. Like, like. Sam played freaking Thanos, Malekith, and a Red Skull into me last night, and I was Monster. like, and like I felt like I almost, I if I had Crimson Dawn, I think I actually win that game. The more I think about it, um, but it's like, like yeah, it alters your lines of play, but it also makes yeah. It if we're banning uh, six threats and five or whatever the fuck, can we also ban tanky three threats because they're OP? You know, like it's just, <laughs> it's just like a world without uh, six but, and sevens. And, and they, all, well, and I mean, all they still though. are. Like how it's not yeah, easy yeah. to one round a loot cage, and if you don't one round a loot cage with Malekith. Malekith has killed one three-threat character with his activation, I mean, right? it's not easy yeah. to one round a 23, and if you fully load a 23, that's, like, potentially killing your yeah. entire team. Yeah, so I think we're all <laughs> agreeing that we need to keep the, the game exactly the way it is, for a, the, a large <laughs> way, in a, in a big I mean. way. I, I just, again, like, I just think that, like, you have too much agency as a player in your roster creation to consider these things, and if you don't consider them, like, and I don't think it takes your whole entire roster punting every other list to take care of like Malekith or Thanos. It, it really doesn't. Right. It only takes typically one tech slot, if not maybe two. Bro, like, but typically those... Like but, Shield. but it's also like, like those tech slots. Those tech slots you're bringing are typically good into other things too. Like I think Logan and Psylocke are amazing into both Thanos and Red Skull and Malekith. They are. Um, they're all, they're, all those things, they are good into yes. But they're also really, really good into everything and they're four threats. Like and they don't yeah. take up card space if you don't really want them to. So it's like as a player, like AMG has designed it to where we have the agency to deal with these larger threat people, and it always comes down to the same thing. Where it's like you're taking an eight threat Thanos, cool. My Logan and Psylocke are getting way more output. Yeah, together they are eight threat. Yeah, and they they arguably have mm -hmm. better action economy and more output than your It's Thanos not arguable. Doing. They do. They There's do. no do. argument there. Yeah. Like, Thanos is bringing something completely different to the mm -hmm. table. Or if we look at, let's just say, I, I keep going to X-Force characters, but like Psylocke in 23, like Psylocke literally has Malachus Builder minus the Pierce. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. And the Exploding Skulls. That's like the parts that make it good. You're not wrong, <laughs> but if I take 23 and Psylocke to make seven threat, like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, like it's it's so hard to to say that like they are, those characters are not worth or like that they're you know yeah. they're too good for their threat when you can make something like I think the bigger conversation is like how they affect priority and stuff like that than whether yes. or not you can like make them viable as like because yeah and you compare any two four threats to Thanos and like there's gonna be ways that he comes off as not favorable but you compare them and then say oh also you get one turn with this guy so you always have priority you can always kill who you want to kill that's what makes yeah. them good right and that's yeah. why like the characters like Red Skull are so good yeah Would exactly you rather have Thanos or, or Bill, Bill and, and Voodoo. Voodoo I'd rather have Bill and Voodoo more games <laughs> like to again be completely honest. why not a, why not both <laughs> yeah why not run that at 16 that sounds great um 
so Victoria said in the chat, Toad is like Patches when you're talking about Toad being cute. Uh, we <laughs> Patches have... from like Dark Souls? No, no, no. We have a dog. His name is Patches. <laughs> and oh. he's like, he literally is that derpy little dog that like Good. snorts and We need derpy little dogs in our lives. Noise. We have two derpy little dogs. I love oh, to hear it. Little dogs. One of them, like, she literally, like, will stand up on her back two legs and, like, beg for food. Like, it's adorable. Uh, also in the chat, uh, Bloondy, uh, Storm believes that Shadow King is a weaker telepath than Charles. <laughs> Fine. I, I concede. But Shadow King's sculpt is so much cooler than Charles's. Okay, but, like, of course it is. I'm pretty sure Charles is, like, hands down the preeminent telepath on planet Earth. He is. He's the most powerful like, telepath he, he on the planet. Yeah, he's our dude. He he's our guy. Especially in Krakoa time. Krakoa time, he's, like, doesn't give a shit no more. And Even before like, then. I think he's also, like, Marvel's, like, best. Oh, wait, no, no. Uh, they're, yeah, like we talked about earlier, cosmic characters do artists, yeah. like, better than him hardcore, for sure. But like even like like in the Infinity Abyss, Thanos designed a character, <laughs> Leader X, to you know like he one no, of no, his no, one of the clones that gets made was like literally to no, take on Xavier. Wasn't yes. Legion uh, stronger than Xavier? Legion's not a telepath; he's a reality warper. That's fair. All right, with that we have. <laughs> All right, you got any? Uh, you got any, any closing thoughts? Um, it's been, really it's been a long one. It's been a long. I want to say it again. Um, Gwenpool has the exact same defensive stats as Ulik. So if you've been enjoying Ulik, maybe take a look at my man Gwen or my girl Gwen. I'm very really excited is. to play Gwen. She looks very good. I'm going to read her books next. Gonna, her books are really fun. I enjoyed her books so much. There's a, a trade paperback that has all of her appearances. Like it has her solo series, it has um, Gwenpool Strikes Back, it has she, West Coast is she, Avengers. Is she is 6'6 six, six health or is she 6'5? Six, she's 6'6. Six, six. No, she's literally she's two less health than Ulik. She has the exact same defensive stat line. She is so good. Heck and yeah. the fact that she's got the I think the retcon powers activate is the coolest thing. Yeah, the uh, the pay X to reroll. It's yeah on defense or dodge or attack. Well, that's, yeah. that's why like I'm like debating on throwing her in X force because I could literally throw in another fourth threat that is like. That's what I'm saying. Alive. Like I think she's gonna be great in Guardians because you can use the winged token until she's self sufficient and then you don't need it anymore. You can give it to someone else. Yeah. All right. Any other closing thoughts? Oh, I love Thanos you. Wins. I love all of you. All right. Thanos does win. He's good at that. <laughs> all right. With that, we have been the Rogue Agents, and you have been the Thanos Searing listeners. Perfectly balanced. Perfectly balanced. Thanks, Thanos. In this he's not alive, but he's right. What the hell is Bucky? Touche.